0: You're about to witness a seismic event
1: Talk Brunch Served hot
2: Talk Brunch Live Rick Darry here Your host as always A.K.A. Captain Brunch being joined as always by co-host Destin Soul Glow Freesia.
3: You don't understand rage until you're in a lunch rush at a Burger King and this fucking song's in your head
2: over and over again.
3: Oh dude, it's, just that one line. Honey, Got to get that but nothing else.
2: I felt really silly today because uh I asked for the song. I was on I was on call with Seb and uh I said, "Hey, can you give me a favor and real quick? Pull up the song don't ask me. i guess it was a brain fart. i was like could you really quick because i don't know what the artist is could you pull up the song i can't seem to find the name of the artist and song for tonight's pay-per-view and we're both looking and when it came up I was like of course what other song would it have been i don't know why i thought it would be right uh, an outsource song or a band but yeah they this has really much always been the one and I kept seeing Gotta Get That And I was and I was looking like, but Gotta Get That Who did Gotta Get That though, why don't I remember this band And I'm looking around for Gotta Get That I, I kid you not, there's a, true, there's a shoot here I'm like, Gotta Get That, who is that, I should have pressed play When I saw it, instead of trying to figure out who it was <laughs> And finally I pressed play Because I'm like, maybe I'll recognize it And I heard it and it was like, yeah, it's that money, money, money that Little gremlin sounding song they do Unbelievable here we are it is late because we do late shows here you guys know it already a lot of you who are popular on the podcatcher app such as uh itunes well not itunes anymore apple podcast google podcast spotify I have to say the new current shit uh you'll be hearing this tomorrow during the day at work some of you are still nocturnally in the chat room with us this serves as episode 469 of talk brunch live july 18th going into 19th 2021 wwe money in the bank 2021 post show and I had fun. Yeah,
4: this was a good
2: one. Yeah, I am no complaints here. I thought it was really solid stuff going down. As always with these shows, we're going to first go into some of the stuff that led into it. I thought it was interesting, so we're going to have to go into that tomorrow. I don't think we'll be here too long, though, just because it was pretty, not because it was bad or anything, but I think cause it was pretty open and shut cases as far as even the voting results. Yeah. It's the first time that I, can say I saw a pay-per-view with the voting results. A lot of them had the writing on the wall but everyone's still okay with it, you know? It's like, all right. Okay, that's fine. So, but we'll be getting into that shortly.
3: Oh yeah. which yes, and, uh, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about it
2: earlier, referring
3: briefly back to a uh, Monday. I remember when people used to joke that used to crack jokes on us talking about some, oh, they always do these 6-7 hour podcasts. We shoot this 6-hour show all last week on this past Monday is the longest one I think we've ever done. And I was like, holy shit.
2: Yeah, it was. That's the I longest listened show I think. It was
3: six hours of nonstop content.
2: Really? That's it's interesting that you said that because I, I don't even uh I don't listen back anymore. I think in in the early days I did I haven't listened to anything. I at know, all
3: occasionally sometimes. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I what think I it do was either Willie or <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it's kinda of funny funny because it was either Willie or E B that literally said the whole show took his whole bunch, like, his whole work shit
2: honestly usually i'm so tired that night and the next day that i'll uh, i'll just kind of fast forward to like a middle point hip play here that it came on go yeah it's there the back out like <laughs> make sure it worked. Yeah, it worked. i heard some and i saw the screen moving that was us that way will make our shit go missing or i have to make sure that they didn't sneak it by the way i don't want to talk remind me to talk about this again on the main show but if you ever whatever platform you're listening to us on if you ever don't see it check the other ones because sometimes they pull slick stuff and they try to uh, make us have to defend our show. And then they have like X amount of time to lose. And they take their sweet ass time losing with their responses. I see is the new technique, you know, like if so they try to people clean.
3: hang on to that last HP and that last freaking potion as long as they possibly can.
2: Yeah, they, so they literally, literally do that. It. Sometimes I've noticed they have six days to reply to my rebuttal about our content. And they'll take the whole six days sometimes. I've noticed is the new thing so it's like the stuff gets out there regardless guys just just lose quickly and gracefully yeah so if you see if you, if you feel like it's late and it's not there check somewhere else because that's just uh things being messed with our our platforms are still on podcasts primarily but i don't mind doing the live streams too it's like being live streams are more like we're being taped in front of a live studio audience because they get the uh the glitches and the uh all the other bullshit yeah <laughs> Anyway, so I think we're starting with SmackDown like we usually do.
3: But, of course.
2: Sometimes that feels like a waste of time. This is probably one of those times where it doesn't. Because this was the first SmackDown back um, in a while. Like, I guess since since before the cool, right?
3: Pretty much, I believe they said 70 weeks since the last time they were in front of a full
2: crowd. Yeah, and for anybody wondering about my condescending tweets, that's just... I'm I, a few lectures too many about the world coming back. I think I don't want to segue too much into that, but you know, I'm just kind of tired of all of the finger wiggling here. And I'm not saying everybody, I'm just saying some people are treating it like the wrestling fans that are at these events are just a bunch of collective assholes, and I don't really like that just because you know i don't want to debate about the politics of whatever's going on in the world but it's my my argument is more like let's stop acting like just wrestling fans went back to living their lives normally and everything else is closed down okay you know what i mean like right. i could go to other shit too right
3: i watch a lot of
2: different sports and combat sports everybody's back okay <laughs> that's what i mean it's like i just feel like i keep hearing this it's just strange, you know. I'm just hearing a lot of things. I'll get into it more on the Monday thing, but I just don't like that kind of isolation. Even with this last mania, where it's like if it committed a big crime, <laughs> you know, like relax already. Good lord,
3: because they couldn't go. <laughs> oh, Cheap ass motherfucker.
2: Oh man, that is messed. If they would have
3: been there. They would have been salty.
2: Oh, boy. So, but yeah, I I am glad that we're back to crowds. You know.
3: Oh that. It was euphoric seeing that wide crowd shot.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like there's see, okay. certain things that you just—it's almost hard to describe. You almost live for them. And certain moment, and that wide crowd shot was one right away. They could have just done that and just turned it off. I'd have been satisfied.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure.
3: Like I—I <laughs> I was that fuck. Because for full, full disclosure, with, with the exception of like Raw, mainly because we do for right after the Monday show. I don't watch my stuff live. I knew I set time to watch this fucking SmackDown live.
2: Hey, look at that! How cool is that? Right? I got it on the screen now for anyone on the podcast version. Oh, but yeah, my that's God, that
3: is a sight.
2: Like it did look good to see everybody back out there like that again. Yeah, and I'm
3: kind of liking. I'm kind of liking uh, the new um, the new set, which is basically it's reminiscent of uh, the WrestleMania 35 stage being a giant drawn.
2: Yeah, a lot of CG stuff too. They definitely did a lot yeah. of CG stuff there. It looks good, though. I like the fact that they have those uh, augmented reality props that they're using. Those are all You know, as long as they don't overdo it, right?
3: Right, right. Like, we don't need fucking... Like, like I'm sorry. Whoever, whoever you are with the fucking riddle birds, stop it.
2: Mm-hmm. And then... Give uh, me
3: real pigeons or nothing, motherfucker.
2: Mr. McMahon himself comes out.
3: This was my favorite part of the whole thing.
5: What a joy! Where the hell have you been?
2: (laughs) I (laughs) just leave. Only Mr. McMahon can make an entrance <laughs> that. so cool, dude. Felt good to have Vince be the one that opens the show. He looks good. Yeah, definitely. That
3: was my first time I was like, yo, Vince looks really
2: good. Yeah, they did an excellent, excellent, um, just felt so good. It's weird how SmackDown's always what you come back to after, like, buildings explode or the world almost ends. You notice that? There's always, like, a SmackDown yeah. afterwards, and Vince is always there. Nine Eleven happens,
3: SmackDown's Day with yeah. We come from a year-and-a-half pandemic, SmackDown's Day with
2: So, I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the sentiment, SmackDown, even if others don't. So, that brings us to uh, SmackDown itself, which it had a six-man tag team match, Roman Reigns and The Usos with Paul Heyman against The Mysterios and Edge. I remember thinking, because I didn't look Roll at the card, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of the spoilers of SmackDown or if they even had the car plan. So when everyone was coming out, I was like, "Is this happening?" You know, like I kept thinking it's I, not going to happen. Like I, I see that they're about doing this match,
3: it like earlier uh, in the
2: day, but I didn't expect them to kick off with it. See, but I just thought it wasn't going to happen. Like, hey, look, nothing. We're not going to have this match because at the end of the day, uh, they're going to tease it. Like we won't really do this. This is like. Crazy, no, nope, it happened, <laughs> you know?
3: And this was cool because uh, during the Mysterio entrance, Michael Cole even announced it. I had actually almost forgotten. This is, uh, was Dominic's first match in front of a live crowd.
2: His first match in front of a live crowd, but not his first time.
3: Yeah, not his first time. He's been in front of live crowds. He just never had actively competed. But
2: was He He was there for the where the fuck was Vicky, right, wasn't he? Yeah, Yeah. that, that was... <laughs> That was the tail of his first
3: big angle. That was actually what he was, he was That was his <laughs> angle. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. They edited that part out, apparently. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I still have the old Ladder Match DVD. So I watched it with a friend one day. And he goes, When did this shit happen? I was like, Oh, they cut that out.
2: Oh, that's like, interesting. And yeah. he was pissed. <laughs> but we get one of my favorite things in wrestling as this match starts. And we get oh, our oh, first. Our first team-up polls. Listen to that crowd! They went nuts. Oh, And you got a road warrior. Superstar. Yeah.
5: The winner of this year's Royal Rumble match. You-
2: that is awesome. And uh and those who
3: have never experienced a Road Warrior pop, Edge gave us a fucking Road Warrior pop.
2: Mm-hmm. The finish to this match was main event Jay with the tights. Tights, tights, tights. Damn. He's what learning. He's learning what to do, right? Right. And you uh
3: spl- you don't need the splash when you got tights.
2: Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Edge winds up having to fend off the heels because of course they're doing their best to try J-B- to pick the bones of the baby faces. Beat up the Mysterios.
5: Chair in hand and making good use of it. Roman rage, Superman punch!
2: Yeah, the big dog put a stop to that shit. But uh doesn't Roman wind up with that damn bar in his mouth again?
3: Yeah, he get he got speared not long after and edge got him again
2: that's such a shitty look for them man it's like i like edge going over and the whole feud and everything but that just looks rough you know what i mean it's like it's really hard to uh like that's the one point where roman doesn't look like the uh the the freaking uh tribal chief you know what i mean like he looks very he doesn't this doesn't look very chiefly right here you know like look at that shit that's terrifying there's nothing chief about that unless you're shaka zulu and this is the last episode (laughs) <laughs> and on the contrast, Edge looks fifty shades crazy. So. Yeah. Like you mentioned which I didn't think about till you said it, like even in like even as a shoot, even the shoot part of that looks like it sucks.
3: Right. Like it's like anybody who's ever like I don't really even know how most fucking describe it. Anyone who's ever like hit their mouth on something like that when it's like wide open. That hinge on your jaw is in hell at that moment. Because the thing about it is, your lips, like your lip and mouth, will only go so far. It's
2: one of <laughs> those things that.
3: About that limit.
2: It's one of those things, like when Jr. used to say, "Like, how do you learn?" When people talk about what they learn, it's like, "How do you learn to fall off of a twenty-foot ladder?" You know, it's how like one of those to things have where, it's a like, bar from a
3: yeah, chair, your chair wedged in your fucking face.
2: Like, what's the training method that you think they did to apply this? They act like certain things, like magician tricks, like they had a whole strategic way that this was going to be applied there are certain things where it's like no there really was no way for those certain there's certain things that happen that like, there's no other way for this to work than to do it
3: it's so funny because I, <laughs>
2: I watched with uh
3: this video when CM Punk broke down wrestling scenes in different videos and he talks about the thing like you probably heard somebody say it, where it's like oh the chairs are fake and it's like we know how to hit safely with them but it still sucks
2: there are certain things in life that unfortunately we can't do much rehearsals for. One would probably be OMG spots and the other would be adult film spots. Uh-huh. You know? Like no. you can't you can't <laughs> I decide
3: compared to <laughs>
2: But it's the truth though. Both of those 'cause they're physical activities, you can't decide, well, you know, let's 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 do a trial first, you know? <laughs> Let's this do is a just, trial jizz, all right? Okay. <laughs> let's do this, the test run. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you
3: gonna do? You gonna test jizz in her eye, all right? Yeah, exactly.
2: That's one of those things where it's like, do you really believe that they test? Like, how many times do you think Roman puts that bar in his mouth off screen, Wait, or when they do those table bumps, is- like the "I am the table" bump? You think that they practice? Oh, let's do five of those to make sure you that you this table's right. Like Fuck
3: that. that! You go into it knowing it's gonna suck. <laughs> And basically the whole conversation they probably had is don't make it hurt that bad. But you know
2: it's gonna suck. Like there's probably there's some kind of like a hand signal, something you do like not know what it's much. It looks too much right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look at that shit.
2: <laughs> there is a signal, it's on his face, it's just that Edge can't see it from his angle. Unless he's looking at the Tron, the signal's written all over his face.
3: That's the <laughs> He looks like he is in hell right
2: now You could even photoshop Edge Out of there and show somebody that Who'd never seen wrestling before and they would wonder what the hell happening to that guy like, He looks like he's in trouble <laughs> right.
3: That motherfucker's got a counter And they said okay five four
2: Three two one okay fuck it, let it go <laughs> You would look at him and be like Damn did somebody steal my ball gag Mask idea
3: <laughs> All right. That's that
2: fucking D block fear right there like- Good god you
3: want oh, your comb grade for
2: Look at that, you gotta look at that fucking one. Like his you could see wow.
3: See, that's as far as that goes, and it looks like he's trying to get it to go further. <laughs>
2: like it's bending his face. His lips are getting swollen. Well, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it his lips are like his lips are swelling around off. his teeth. Oh this is like, fucking terrible. Like he is in
3: a special
2: kind of hell right now. I don't even feel like he got his heat back now that I'm looking not to spoil anything. I don't feel like there was any heat gotten back here. Like, well, how do you get revenge on somebody? You have to kill him. <sighs>
3: not to the extent he needed to. Okay.
2: Are you kidding me? Like, to me, like, not seeing the pain that that shit looks like it caused, if that's selling, that's good. Something. But seeing that pain, man, if I was Roman, if I was in a feud with this bastard, he did that to me, I'd concerto Beth Phoenix. They'd be like, why the hell is he on NXT? <laughs> Go right down to NXT and just... What the hell is he doing on NXT? <laughs> you saw what he did to
3: me with that... F- <laughs> RKO, or
2: Yeah, no, I to, it's like, have well, deal with this. Because no, you're never going you to be the same. That's how come you have fear in his eyes. He thought he was going to die. Now I think about it, no, you fucking can share it, though. Beth, he might do worse. Yeah, right? Then you're fucked. Oh, I point it into your mouth and then pull it. Yeah, that's some execution. The, it's also, the part where he stomps it off is also kind of scary, too, because you know it's coming. Like, oh, the God, he's going for the thing. <laughs> even though it's like
3: gimmick to break
2: like that, it's like, what the f-
3: That sound is just unpleasant. And the funny thing about it, I feel like that's one of those sounds where even when you're in the ring, you hear it. And it's just like, oh,
2: fuck. <laughs> it's like some shit you've seen like a Yakuza movie or something, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> that's some Kill Bill shit right there. It's
5: mine! And will this be the scene come Sunday where Reigns tap out? Will X become a Universal Champion?
2: make that look really good. So yeah, the heat was on there. I love that they took time
3: to show all three times he's gotten a member of the bloodline and it was like I said, it's a different face every time.
2: Yeah, I wish there were more bloodline members. Right. (laughs) Better watch out Nia and Tamina. Like I said, you better watch out Nia and Tamina.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god.
2: It'll be be like when we saw the it'll be like when we saw the uh, the girls fighting in nxt i forget which ones it was and they went past joe and we were like be careful don't touch joe <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: everybody fights around joe
2: <laughs> that would that be like some like shit obstacle, huh? oh you touched me technically oh he
3: chokes on one of coquina clutch <laughs> yeah you know you know what samoa joe becoming nxt he's become those fucking interactive stages in super smash brothers yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Something that just happens you to you.
3: In instant- it's, it's like a fucking Pokemon stage where the Snorlax comes from the sky and if you're in the way, it's just boom, off the country.
2: Who's that? That's Joe. He just happens to you. You don't fight him. <laughs> He's like a hurricane, you know? He should be Tsunami Joe. Because it's like it just happened to you.
3: Right. Ain't shit you can do about it. Just ride it out and don't cry. Nope.
2: You'd be like in that movie Deep Impact. Just gotta kind of sit on the beach. Oh
3: my god, it'd be like fucking 2012. You gotta get in the plane and run before Joe comes.
2: That was a gimmick back then. In every movie, maybe, the world ends. Maybe,
3: maybe that's what it was. In the mist. Maybe that was Joe in the mist. That's why that woman, that's why that crazy Christian lady thought the an apocalypse was coming. <laughs> you go out of this you go out of this this convenience store and you touch Joe, you are fucked.
2: So one of my favorite things about this match, going back into when the match started, is because you you were talking about the crowd reaction. And uh, just the way that they were, like everyone. That moment when Edge came out, from that moment forward, everybody seemed really pumped, right? Look at the screen though, and look at like Roman's face during it. I think it was great. His contrast to the whole situation, because it's like all this energy. Like I almost forgot he was there too. But look at this shot. It was just so, <laughs> this is so fucking priceless. Everyone's
6: so.
3: That it couldn't have been better. It does it's, not give an iota of a fuck.
2: It was the most energy of the crowd I heard in years, and then the fucking next shot was, he just looked so unpleased. Roman's just like mm. the the tribal chief is not happy with the crowd. Roman over there
3: looking like he just saw Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, I fucking said it. Say something, LeBron. Say something.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. That shit, what's wrong with you? Edge looking like he just saw Black Widow.
3: <laughs> Fucking Roman looking like he just saw Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: shit. We need to meme that little clip right there Freeze, and have Jesus. like, yeah, we, we need to meme that clip now and have the, the subtitles on the bottom. And it'd be like, when you just finished seeing <laughs> Black Widow and have Edge, come on, jump it up and down when you see Space Jam. And it shows Roman. <laughs> Roman was Space Jam that whole the whole evening even today he was space jammed that's his thing right (laughs) he's so salt oh shit wow we're gonna i can't believe we're gonna get to do it twice because (laughs) i just
3: thought about the the same shit (laughs) again he gave it a second view
2: (laughs) it happened again tonight it happened again tonight i I didn't think about it it may have been different but again roman did the same thing with a different he gave the he gave the formidable second chance there was a music that was playing just like that, and the crowd popped just like that. I won't spoil yet. And he did the Space Jam face again.
3: <laughs> is that what we're calling it now? The Space Jam?
2: He got to do it twice. And this one was is really, that's really good to do it in this situation, though. Oh, man. You, you know what the bad part is? Don't let me
3: forget, but I got one for the second one, too. But well, It's even better.
2: Oh, boy. Oh, So there was some stuff that was interesting in this match, though. Um... Roman, the way he covers, Roman has to have one of my favorite heel covers since Come On Baby with Jericho. I don't know if he started doing this and I just didn't notice that this is his cover or what, but this is a mean ass cover to do to somebody. What an asshole. We- bring this up here. He does it to poor Dominic too. Maybe he did it because it's Dominic. Like, does he do that shit to everybody? I have to pay more attention. It might be because it was Dominic. Like, look at this cover here. I'm to on the screen. <laughs> Indian. by Roman Reigns. Look at his face when he does too. That's, <laughs> so fucking- That's not even a shoulder, dude. Like he's some
5: fuck your face.
3: Hand you by your face and your wrist, and then look at the
2: look on his face. You bet now, fucking cry. You bed now, fuck. Fuck, I just say. You like poor Dominic, man. He looks so young when that when like there. <laughs> I'm gonna smush the baby back in his face, Roman
3: man. Oh, Stays, don't off. you do that? Stacey said, "Well, like when your mom Grabbed your face as a kid." Yeah, he's don't one you bring Roman back in the fucking memories, don't you?
2: Roman's one of the best heels that I've seen in years, man. There are things that he will not allow, which is what I like about him. He is a heel that he does that. I will not allow shit to happen to me, and it's believable that he won't allow it. Another thing that I wanted to bring up, and I know I'm being high on Roman here. I don't mean to. It's just that I I point out whenever unique things happen here. This has to be one of the best things that I've seen in a really long time as well. So there's a hot tag happening here, right? We don't even need the audio for this. Roman, everyone knows how the hot tag goes. Babyface gets in, and then he gets his heat back. He hits everybody in the heel corner. Roman doesn't even let himself get hit during the Babyface hot tags. (laughs) Watch what he does so there it is edge going in for the hot tag dom trying to get to him there we go so hot tag comes in roman's on the apron he just jumps off the apron there and look and then he shrugs like he looks at him like come on you thought you were gonna hit me he still falls off the apron for the hot tag but he doesn't <laughs> he's not gonna be one of those dumb heels that gets hit in that corner and oh and he has to climb back up like no fuck that i'm not letting you touch me Roman back out of the the match where you hit your super. That's one cool thing about him. Because when people finally do hit him, because he does get him. That's another cool thing about that whole thing. Like when he does get him, it's like this extra effort to try to hit Roman. You know, because he has to go out there to the outside baseball slide, the other brother, and then Roman comes and gets fucking hit. Because he thought he could get him there. I like that. That's good storytelling. It did Like it all happened, just not for the sake of anything. Like everything is just like, I feel like everything on these shows Uh, has a really nice continuity to it really cool Uh, also I noticed and something that I'm really liking and this isn't just with tonight's money in the bank it seems to have started with Smackdown and bled into money in the bank and I'm not sure if it's intentional or not but they're doing a lot of like what we're doing right now like in a sense like the whole show in Smackdown on top of being new and money in the bank there was a lot of remember this or remember that or call back to this or or all kinds of stuff like that you know what i mean like rollins does an interview in this smackdown about 25 minutes in where he's talking about where he comes across edge and he just sort of implies and i forgot all about that angle remember when, <laughs> when he had edge's head in the oh, damn don't ever
3: forget just because that line went right when he decides to do it anyway he goes "Nah, i'm gonna kill him and i was like what
2: we want him what? to bring back the authority or something right
3: yeah, yeah, I think it was like, he, yeah, that was what it was. He was going to curb stomp him if he didn't bring the authority back. Cena brought the authority back and he goes, nah, I'll kill him anyway. Yeah, that's effective. the he one. He said, I'll kill
2: him anyway. And I was like, what? I just love when he was at his hand, bring back the authority. And he was furious. But he brought that angle back here. Because I was wondering, the first one he made the reference, it went over my head. I was like, what is he talking about? I was like,
6: oh. Megalomite, megalomaniacal person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he's got your number he's got your number but look edge the sunday money in the bank i'm gonna be your biggest fan man i'm gonna be out there with the sign that says go edge go go edge go go edge go go edge i sincerely hope you beat roman reigns become the new universal champion because i'm gonna do
5: my job i'm gonna go into money in the bank i'm gonna climb the ladder i'm gonna secure the contract
7: And then I'm gonna finish what I started seven years ago when I
8: had my boot on your neck and I didn't pull the trigger.
2: I sincerely hope that you are the universal champion. That's how I love to cash in on the man who made the match famous. I like the fact that in that moment when he talked about that thing. He started to sound like the old Rollins just for that minute mm-hmm. <laughs> when he right. talked about killing him. <laughs> So, yeah, cool stuff going on. Nice build up here. And I don't know. They've been doing a lot of teasing with these guys for the last few weeks. And it's been working, man, because every time the two of them are on camera, they've gotten like a reaction. I don't know how many of them have been organic. I forget when the people are there or when they're not at this point. But something's been happening. So it's either they want it or the fans want it.
3: This is definitely a case where the fans definitely want it. Because, I mean, ever since they started showing back up on SmackDown, we kind of knew it was in the air because this is literally the first time they've been in the same place at the same time since that incident.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, next, this is like, this was a WTF for me. I don't know what the hell's going on. I have no, I, I I got nothing for this one.
5: Finn Balor!
2: What the f- hell is Finn doing here with Sami Zayn?
5: Well, welcome back.
2: I love this part, watch this. I mean, <laughs> Sammy's such a bastard. Yeah.
5: Can you believe Balor's here? Balor's here and looking better than ever. running into the top.
2: And then he hits him with the coup de grace from hell. Look at the coup de grace. It's like his, the way his feet and everything, like it just looks so terrible. Oh my God, the way he slid off of his body. What the fuck was that?
3: That's that, that's that
2: mean-ass coup de gras thing. He, he slid off his
3: body. I want you to remember that coup de grace
2: how could you forget it he slid off your
3: body (laughs) what i do like though is that they
2: didn't just revert him back to fucking battle club is for everybody they kept him the prince yeah but you know what differently because he didn't thankfully that that whole thing didn't work that they were doing as far as the execution of it just it was a little bit weird like the gun thing felt awkward that he would do like the little gun poses because he's not doing anything with guns in this company so, it just looks like he's just doing pew, pew, pew. Like, he's not a Bullet Club guy. They never say Bullet Club. There's no really actual reference. And uh, it kind of messed up the... I guess that's the point of being a heel, but it kind of messed up the uh the whole entrance. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't really doing... Yeah, the, was, the that
3: part was always weird.
2: Like, he wasn't really doing, like, the lights with the fans and stuff. You know, because now he was a heel. That's so like I mean, at the, he
3: can be a heel and you still keep that.
2: Yeah. But see, now I'm noticing that he's... Uh, now back to a babyface, he did the regular old default entrance. Like he did the whole yeah. pose with the fans, which I like because I thought when I saw him do the gun thing, I was like, I get it, but it was like, that really sucks because I've been there live when he's done that. And that shit is cool. If you really yeah, like see they, the way it, it looks. That,
3: yeah, they, that, that, that altering they did his entrance in NXT was always kind of uncomfortable to me.
2: Yeah. And it
3: made me miss it I, like do, I said I the, that, like, even though he is back to being a babyface, he wasn't just fucking. She's in like the cat and alice and alice in wonderland finn like
2: they they really needed to stop that all along with him
3: yeah like he he's still th- he's still i mean he's happy but there's still the element of a badass in there
2: mm-hmm. yeah
3: which i'm like he could be a badass and be happy but the motherfucker does not need to come out grinning like the kool-aid man like
2: uh, and i think that was more him than anybody else it reminds me of ezekiel jackson he used to do the same thing i think that's why they they, they cut him loose it was just like are oh, you so God. damn happy how dare you disrespect the final WWE E C W Whenever he whenever he came out smiling, he always looked like he found it as amusing that he was coming out as a WWE superstar as I did. <laughs> you know? Like, ah oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like he almost felt like he was like, like we were vibing. Like, yeah, man, I'm this is i s I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> Like every oh, time he came out, here. You
3: believe in this
2: shit? Aaliyah started to get like in the beginning. Aaliyah was a little bit like that. That used to piss me off. Like if you look at early Aaliyah, she'd be smiling during spots and shit. She'd be doing high offensive stuff and have like this big smile on her face. I was like, what? And then she'd be like selling with a smile on her face. The new Aaliyah way better, you know. But it's amazing like that. Like I remember a lot of people had that issue. You can't stop smiling sometimes. Don't you wonder that though? Like in serious situations, like how they don't just break kayfabe and corpse.
3: Man. The fact that Charlotte survived as many sets um segments with the iconics as she did is a Christmas miracle.
2: Well, she's barely survived those though.
3: You know what the funny thing is? There's a couple of times where Oscar's almost got her. Like when Oscar really got into that thing of like dancing into the frame. I don't know if you caught it one day, but there was one day when Charlotte did that thing where like you drag it, turn around the inside of your gum so you don't make it so laugh. Yeah. <laughs> she came dancing and I saw her do it and I was like, yeah, she fucking got you. <laughs>
2: There has to be more subtle humor now, now that adults watch it, because before I remember it used to be the children demographic. So like now when they try to make each other corpse, they they have to do more subtle shit. Like before you could just straight up Cynthia come to what, you know, and no one would know just because it was like the kids are watching. And like I said, when I even think about it, like that, that was the whole premise of that logic. It was like, nobody's going to see this or get it anywhere. It is going to go to complete. It was a, it was a shot. It was a definite chance. But when you really look at the demographic at the time, that is a safe chance. Because I felt Mandela affected when I saw that on um, Batmania, because I was like, I remember that, and I don't remember that part though. <laughs>
3: <What
2: the fuck? laughs> it was like I, I must have not known what that meant. because I remember this,
3: I but wait a minute. You know that <laughs> I, I think about it, I had a moment like that. But it was more recent for me. It was fucking when um, when Jim Cornette was in charge in TNA. And they did that angle where Christy Henry was feuding the VKM. And at one point, he walked out of the office. And all you hear is Cornette go, do you take dictation? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I saw that again years later. And I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck?
2: It's like Disney movies. Apparently, there's a lot of Disney movies where, like, if you go back like this, there's, there's enough in there where if you're a kid, you'll be all right. But there's just stuff in there where if you're an adult, it'll be, hmm. And then that, that means something. You start noticing
3: shit when you get older. Like, 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 here's one. I'm about to fuck a lot of people up. You remember Lion King, right? Mm-hmm. You remember, where, of course, he Mufasa gets pushed off the cliff and um, and he dies. You ever notice how afterwards you don't see the body, but conveniently there's a scene where Scar is playing with a skull. You know that's a lion skull, right?
2: Oh yeah, that's kind of dark. But what's he? Yeah, Did he so, eats lions. So theory is he fucking ate Mufasa. No, oh, no, no. No, he couldn't have eaten Mufasa.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that motherfucker was the exterminator and the cleanup crew. And then somebody put a side by side with a fucking lion's skull. It was like, I'll be damned. If it's fine.
2: But he was with the hyenas, man. The hyenas are who, are who would eat everything. I don't think it was him. He, I mean, he would be a cannibal, even though it's kind of questionable why he would be with hyenas. He's like an Uncle Tom of hyenas. You know? Oh, damn. Because damn. No, think about it. Like, they eat lions, they ultimately eat his ass, right? Yeah, they eat him at the end. Yeah, that's, he's literally, he had a whole Uncle Tom storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this just got really dark. Really it dead, but I'm just saying. Let's be real about
3: it. Yo, we, Scar. You understand how many childhoods I just killed right now? Oh my Scar God. fucking
2: hung out with hyenas and possibly ate lines He's the worst that's a, that's kind. That's
3: the theory everybody's saying is like the fact that he was playing with the skull is like he just fucking cleaned the
2: bones. He's a kin slayer. Hell no. Long live the kin. <laughs> it's crazy. Alright, well. That was an interesting segue.
3: There's a lot of future parents that officially could never show they kids the Lion King now, just for that.
2: Yeah, right. Childhood ruined. I didn't cry <laughs> yeah, when any right. of those characters <laughs> died. I don't think any. Has any character ever made me sad? No. You know, I'm such a Steve Rogers fan that the saddest I think I've ever been watching a movie was, I guess, the current Captain America when he crashed into the ice, even though I knew good and well how fucking all right he was gonna be because I know the story of Captain America. <laughs> I still felt sad. It was just like, yeah, i just like Steve Ross. I was like, that sucks. And then I guess the other sad time was when he was old. So both my sad movie times were Steve Rogers' movies. <laughs> I guess they still count as Disney, though. <laughs> they still counted. I felt sad. I was like, oh, fuck, they made him old in this, too. Anyway, crazy segues in here. We got to get the hell out of SmackDown. There was anything else in SmackDown that was relevant? Um, oh, right. They brought out, uh, well, that was last week that they brought Knox and Shotzi out, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, but then they had them beat the
2: tag champions again. You're right. They did have them beat Yeah. But it was. You uh, should get out of hand. Yeah. You you, you were worried about. It's so funny because as I'm getting on here, I, was, I heard in the background you saying that on the feed. Like you were saying that you were worried about that shit happening.
3: Like I said, it's and not then it happened. That the tag team champions lost is the fact that this is the second time they have teamed and they have beaten tag team champions twice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. No, Ralph. Gonna... You You're the I thought we're doing it. See, this is what caused it because of the fact that uh, Zelina and Liv brawl on the outside.
5: Other. Natalia was going for the
2: sharpshooter. She still is. And
5: Morgan now taking out Zelina.
2: I loved when when Liv did that bump.
5: for again.
2: Yeah, you guys are starting to look a little silly.
3: Tell you like they, as much as I like Shotzi, Blackheart and Tegan Knox, you don't have a brand new tag team that has never teamed before. And not on NXT, they haven't been in the same place together. You don't have them beat your tag team champions because now you're 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 pretty much you're pretty much betraying to the other two brands. Hey, everybody can beat these guys now. Yeah, and when we get in the NXT on fucking uh Wednesday, anybody hoping for that Mandy Rose Dana Brooke thing? Yeah, no, not happening.
2: I just I just disputed our content with them while talking about them while talking to you. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> It's unbelievable.
3: Come on, now, come on now. it's almost 3 in the morning. Y'all motherfuckers ain't sleeping? You would think so, right? <laughs> Damn, bro. Y'all doing this, are you if y'all doing this shit, where's the fucking partnership, bitch?
2: That's why that's why I love right, where's our partnership for the trouble? That's why I love the new dual screen setup because I'm looking over at that I could see when it happened in real time while still being on this screen.
3: It's kind of funny you have inspired me because I am at some point soon going to get myself a dual screen setup because this single story thing i feel feel like i'm behind right
2: now yeah i gotta fix i gotta fix a few more things to make it a little bit better i think i could also get the sync better on that too but we'll we'll see we'll talk more about that um what else what else what else happened with this that was relevant we had uh we had that brawl that happened with all of these guys which just completely bleeds all over the damn place you know but yeah, thankfully, see, like they didn't stop while these two are in the meantime, they're celebrating. They're like, "Yay!" and everybody's still killing each other on the outside over what they did. Right. I love that. I love that whole thing. The, to me, that was the whole the, the whole dynamic of the two of them are ecstatic as rookies that they did this. And now thanks to that happening, everybody's pissed at each other. <laughs> you know, like, look, you had to eat a oh, super <laughs> Like everybody but the ones who got away with murder had to eat shit because of this see what i mean like not one person came out okay they all hurt each other but the ones who, the ones who got away like bandits they should have showed that they should have cut to them at the top of the ring still hugging and jumping up and down <laughs> while all the bullshit's going all on all the shit they're still up there though you saw i saw them small for a minute <laughs> yeah i thought it was gonna be live but it wasn't spoiler alert my my win didn't work out there to me that even added more momentum to her they just tried to swerve her though. they did that shit on purpose no one could tell me that they didn't make it seem like it was going to be live, you know?
3: Yeah, they better hope They better hope the fans reacted to that, how they're playing. But some of the, with some of the other stuff that's out there in the ether, they got a bad habit of pissing people
2: off lately. By going for the thing that they decided on? That doesn't surprise oh, no. me. I should have known. I should have known.
3: Come on now, foolish. What, what do we think? They're going to give us something that makes sense?
2: Come on then. Oh, what else do if we had a women? Oh, finally, and I guess I got to talk about this because this is technically the Money in the Bank women's titles match. I don't know how this works anymore. It used to the the rules of how content works in WWE have changed so much because like it used to just be that a match was called what it was based on where you placed it, right? Like if this is SmackDown, this would be a SmackDown women's title match, but somehow this is still the WWE Money in the Bank title match. I'm going to still say Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. Only difference is it's with Carmella and it's on SmackDown. And I'm saying it that way because that's the way that they described it. That's literally how Sonia Deville, in this very long-winded way, explained what they did. <laughs> she said that they have to figure out what they're going to do about the Money in the Bank title match. And it was weird the way she said but she basically wound up saying that what they did was we're going to have the Money in the Bank title match next week on SmackDown. Bianca Belair against Bailey. Instead, it'll be Carmella. <laughs> on so.
3: I've never seen somebody convolute themselves so much all in the same sentence like you told me this, isn't, this is not gonna happen and then not gonna happen but instead this is gonna happen all in like 30
2: seconds hey did you get the job when you went on the interview today I did not with that company not at that interview and it hasn't it happened yet
3: next week but not this and week it... coming up <laughs> i'm vice i'm president but i'm not running the company shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> like what are they talking
2: about like
3: bitch tell me what you need to tell me. i don't need the dramatics
2: you remind me about that again george when we'll say that again when we get to uh when we start to the pay-per-view part because i do have to talk a little bit about that about the fact that peacock went down spoiler alert once again y'all see why i ain't paying for that shit that that um i oh let's not get started yet
4: <laughs>
2: yes. fucking pay-per-views turning off are you kidding me so what else was on this that was relevant to that um right the bianca bella was anything re- oh the, the the finish to this was the hair whip kod
3: you know it wasn't until i saw her do it to carmela that kod scares me sometimes I love it. It's one
2: of my favorite. And cases the of reason death.
3: being it is a beautiful freaking move. But the reason being is did you notice, especially what she did with Carmela, if you're light enough, she'll hold you vertical for like a little like a half second longer.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that.
3: Because with her, when she tipped her, she held her vertical for a second. Mm-hmm. And the can that, that is the physically strong that is the strongest bitch in that whole locker room, I swear to God.
2: Yeah, and the, and the kiss of death—the way that she nails it—it it literally looks like she she's almost strong enough to completely discard gravity, which is another one of the right. things that makes the move look so good. You know.
3: And Carmella Everything Bianca Belair does Camilla! looks amazing. Oh
5: Ask Sasha Banks how that feels. Now ask Carmella. In position
3: for the What's kiss on? of death. The K.O.D. See, I got scared Belaya. when I saw her go. So I was like, oh.
5: Retains the title.
2: Yeah, now. I will say this, this match, despite the fact that they had moved it over, co- clearly they moved it over because they felt that it would not be as good as having Bailey. They didn't think that this would be the kind of match that we would want to watch. And I mean, to be honest, it probably wouldn't be. If you wanted Bailey, you'd, you'd want to get Bailey here. That being said, I think that this turned out to be an exceptional match. Um, yes,
3: those, girls, those girls made that work.
2: Yeah, they, there was a very interesting few sequences. I want to show a couple things here, starting with this. Carmella. Oh, now Carmella. So watch this here. Yeah, What's a- cool here is what basically winds up happening is uh, she didn't want to get hit with the moonsault. So Carmella grabs her leg to prevent her from hitting the moonsault. So when she breaks
5: Locking free,
2: instead she hits like the moonsault from the springboard here, yeah, right? But what's cool about this that I like is that when she's coming back Carmela's not done trying to s- escape this because she tries to roll out of the way. So what Bianca Belair does is mid-springboard, she further extends herself to still fucking reach her. Watch this. Do it
5: anyway. And- <laughs> oh, connects, it not- That's crazy.
2: So like There's so much that I like about that. First of all, this goes back into a lot of stuff that you hear Cornette saying and even myself saying about like how one of the problems that we have with current wrestling is the fact that a lot of the time people will sit around and wait for you to get hit by a move. Like and in real life, you would not actually just sit there and like let somebody splash you. If you knew they were coming, even if you weren't trained, your body and just fear alone would make you try to do something that's not be laid out. So I like the fact that the two of them worked on this sequence. You know, when you see it here, you know, again, just to run it back one more time. It was really smart because they, it's like they were scouted work here. Like first you get the body slam. Then she's going for the moonsault. She knows she's going for the standing moonsault. So she goes, she doesn't want to get hit by a standing so That's something you do. No standing moonsault for you. Get the fuck off of my leg. I'm still going to hit you with it springboard but then see she started rolling right when she saw which i love about carmen right when she saw and then it takes a lot to be able to go from that and then make it all the way the way that she did and hit her clean like that you like i've never seen that shit before so I might be able to do all of that and then the jump that she did to be able to extend across the ring like that that is solid man you know that is athleticism at its best so i give bianca belair infinite amount of credit for uh just the things that she's able to do one of the most well-rounded people. Now I do have a grievance Maybe this is just because I'm a guy and I wasn't aware of this Now you guys can debate upon whether or not This is an issue But Maybe I'm gonna sound stupid But I didn't know that that was a weave In her hair (laughs) Did you? Did you know that was weave? Okay but probably did No? Yes? Is he there? Did I lose him? His head exploded Did he get floored? Because that my friend is weave I don't know if we lost Destin (laughs) But uh Oh, we actually did. I don't think it was on my end. Well, obviously, logic dictates it's not on my end. I'm still here with you guys. But yeah, I guys, I thought that that was a freaking hair because I was talking about how in the future, if she ever needs to take time off, they could do like a hair thing with her, you know? So it kind of blew me away when they did it. Incredible. Let me see if I can uh, get Destin back on here. Give me a sec, guys. Okay, I tried to... I opened back up the call. So, willingly, he should be able to get back in. We got you? Okay, yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Hiccup yeah, up for a quick second. Yeah, no, no worries. No, but I was saying I didn't realize, and like I said, it could be because I'm a guy, I didn't realize that that was a weave that Bianca Belair had. Did you know?
3: Yeah, yeah that was something. I, I knew I knew that wasn't her natural hair. I don't know how long her hair naturally is but like yeah i do that was uh that's always been a weave piece that she's had
2: ah i feel so stupid
3: and i love how george is like
2: why is she doing the hair whip
3: with she was losing her hair what
2: What do you mean she was losing her hair oh no not carmella no i'm talking about bianca belair
3: yeah and the reason girls they just their natural hair length might not
2: necessarily be that long so they'll use just like a weave or something and the reason why this weave works And the reason this came up is because uh, I was saying that if she ever had to, like, God forbid she ever, let's say she got pregnant or had an injury, something that puts her for six to nine months out. I would do an angle to get, like, a heel heat where when they they pin her, they would cut her hair because I figure the fans would hate them since it's, like, part of her thing. But then she would take, like, enough time off to, like, be able to come back with a set of hair and then get the person back or whatever, like, do a run and an attack. And Stasis was like, that's not her hair. And I was like, what? oh so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as dramatic as i had visualized like imagine like if she had to leave for like nine months for like surgery or something like somebody that like bailey takes her out and then she pulls out scissors and she holds them up and then like and then this girl regains consciousness in the ring in the ring with like her ponytail next to her like it would have been more dramatic if it was her hair they could still do it because it's like a lot of people like me that may not know but like the effect would be totally gone from like what i was thinking like if that was her hair man imagine getting your hair cut by bailey since ba- I thought that's where it was hunting. going too, because Bailey kept complaining about the hair. I thought that eventually she was gonna lose her shit and cut it off. Maybe that's where it would have gone if we would have gotten uh if this like I feel like there would have been some hair shit going on, man, because it came up so many times.
3: It could have possibly been, but then again, in every feud uh Belair's been in sometimes her hair becomes a pretty good factor.
2: You know, but with our shitty luck, they would have done the hair thing and it would have been the Bianca Belair goes over and they would have made Bailey look like Molly Holly. You know? Because they like to laugh. But. And honestly, because Bailey would probably be able to do it, be able to work that angle better. Bianca Belair would you know, literally you have know no hair. I feel
3: like that view Bianca would have gone over because Bia, because Bailey could sell
2: losing to Bianca a lot better. You did say that, didn't you? That you thought there would be a hair match and she didn't. And, and, and no, think...
3: not even necessarily a hair match. I just figured
2: since uh, that Money in the Bank match was I
3: quit. Uh-huh. I figured... Bailey quitting first because I figured she'd probably want to go in over to Raw. But then Bailey could convey that loss a, a probably a lot better because Bailey is become extra on top of extra the whole Thunderdome hair. Like she, we've said before, she's sometimes the, the best part of the entire company
2: because she's so animated. And she won't look crazy with, with the bald head, I guess.
3: Yeah, because her hair is already really short. So it's like it wouldn't be that drastic of a difference. It, it it wouldn't be like if Booker T cut his hair like tomorrow. Or if Rocker yeah, grew right. his hair out, hint hint.
2: But Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean.
3: <laughs> you know, I tell you that was the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, like she there's certain things where a loss for Bailey, it would be conveyed a lot better than it would have been for Bianca. And I think that's why she probably wouldn't want him going over.
2: I'm wondering if she would have wound up bald, you know? That would have been some shit.
3: And you know what the funny thing is?
2: Because you, you know the first thing she would have done was start talking shit to
3: Michael Cole about it. I'm not bold, Michael Cole. It's a clean shave.
2: Like, I don't want to diminish the value of the money in the bank that we got, but I just kind of feel like if Bailey was there, there was something, there was definitely something that they were going to do. I don't know if it would have been with hair, but it kind of felt like this was going to be the blow off of that whole feud. Something was going to happen.
3: Yeah, th- this was going to be it for sure.
2: Yeah, so that timing like, couldn't like be some, worse.
3: You don't, you don't have an I quit match and then keep going.
2: Mm hmm. Uh, also, oh, there was a. Let me see if I could bring this up here. There was this scary Avalanche Hurricane Rana. That spot has never failed in that scary. Was it around like,
3: here? Avalanche, anything is terrifying, but Avalanche Hurricane Rana's. To win the
5: championship. Carmella Cover to win the title. Yet again in her career. Belair kicks out it, too. Well, look at the look on the face of Bianca Belair knowing she just
3: barely survived.
2: It'll show it here. Look at this. What the fuck was that? It was almost like there was a delay in gravity, right?
3: It almost looked like Bianca probably wanted to set herself a little, little bit better before she took the tumble. Because I if think she didn't, it was going to end bad.
2: It looks like they're touching the bottom rope a lot. like not, The girls lately, when they, when they hit that, it looks like on the way down, they're touching the bottom rope with their hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're kind of almost like assist with the rotation. Yeah. that just trying to give
3: them some, some kind of guard. Some guard gets smacking their head against the map.
2: Yeah, because the rotation doesn't look fluid anymore. I was wondering. It's like they're touching that bottom That might actually be smarter because that's I think that's not how one yeah, of it with might, that girl. That
3: really might just be a safety precaution.
2: Yeah, because if you fall from that spot, you, you get that. Remember that one girl? The one raw girl who- Candice who, who, Michelle. Yeah, like you get that. You know, if you fall from there, there's nothing. You remember how, that, how crazy it sounded like when her head hit from that oh. spot first? Like it didn't sound right. like the that's other right. bumps, you know? Mm-hmm. It sounded like half wrestling bump, half bowling ball, you know, like it just made this weird bump where I was just like, yeah, there's definitely something wrong. <laughs> I know Stacey just almost had like a freaking, she almost did like a spit take <laughs> when I said half bowling ball and trying to be funny. But <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I just remember that thud was like, oh,
3: go to your fucking bowling alley. Drop a ball right now. Same sound. <laughs>
2: Like be, yeah, so yeah, hold the ropes if you need to. I'm not gonna argue about that. Right. Um, it's, like, it's like the people you see doing like freaking planches
3: and shit and they grab the rope on the way up. Like, if you gotta fucking do something to make it work, do it.
2: There was a Donald Trump spot in here too. I know a lot of you guys are thinking, what am I talking about? Somebody gets Come grabbed on. by the pussy during this. I'm, I'm dead serious. Oh I, 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 I rewinded and I was like, did she just grab her by the pussy? She didn't mean to. It wasn't James, six
5: WWE fans. Look, 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 watch this. Tonight, Toyota Center in Houston. chanting for the EST of WWE. There's the power and
2: the strength. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Somebody got a handful. It's a problem. Like, I don't know what happened there. It just felt awkward. Was Worst claw
3: machine ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. And then it finished, let's just see the end of the transition. See where it goes. She just rolls through. I guess that's just the best way she was able to get a hold of her. It just looked funny when it happened. It was like, what? Well, they I would probably give her the best angle to kind of arc down from. But, I mean, Jesus Christ. They hate people like me. That's why they're probably like, tweet along with us. <laughs> so you don't see everything. Right. Tweet and tout. Motherfucker, we don't
3: tweet. We see
2: everything. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. I just, I was like, wait, nigga, I didn't even want to believe I saw it at first. Uh, what else did we have? We had a singles match Cesaro against Otis. Otis looks like shit. That's really all that I have to say about that. He looks like shit yep. now. This is terrible. Goodbye, I, don't, it's I don't even know how we're supposed to. Like, I can't believe how shitty Otis is. Tucker dodged a fucking bullet. Like, I can't believe what they did to him. Like, it's it's incredible that they were able to fuck him up that badly. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of my favorite people on here. Had such high hope for him. Like, I just can't fucking believe how badly. And that's why when people criticize Jim Cornette, I asked him, how full of shit is he really? When he himself has said that this is what they do, that they'll take a guy who has a thing, and instead of putting him in a storyline that makes sense, they just want to try a different look on him. So instead of using Photoshop or something, they'll fucking shave all his head off, all his hair and everything again, and, and, and then ruin him. They, they, they did it yeah. to this guy.
3: Like I said, I might not always agree with a lot of shit Cornette says, but there are certain shit you can't disagree on, and that's fucking one of them. You know no what I would have done him, if like, I was every them? Every sense of mm-hmm. hope there was for him is dead.
2: If I was them, just before going back to live crowds, I wouldn't make sure that all of my charisma guys that get pops are, are ready. You know what I mean? Like anybody who gets good crowd reaction is loaded. I don't I don't care. Even if even if they went heel during this, I don't care. It's like we're gonna reboot that. Anyone who gets good crowd reaction for at least the beginning of this launch needs to be in their gimmick. Which especially should have been Otis, even with Mandy. Cause no one gives a fuck about Mandy and Dana. You know, so it's like even with Mandy, like all of the stuff that was actually working should have been kept intact. What are they doing with this?
3: The same thing they always do: touch shit that doesn't need to be fucking touched. He looks awful
2: and a mean face and shit. Like, what are
3: you gonna do? What I mean, it's they're not gonna get over able and friend at
2: this point. Yeah, and generic friend that just has a mean face. No one's like it's awful. It is awful. All of the promos and shit. He doesn't get to have a mic anymore. It's garbage. It's total fucking garbage.
3: And when he does, he just sounds like generic voice 72.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't even want to talk about the match. Fuck the match. It doesn't matter. It was a DQ no contest. To top off how bad everything was, and then to top off the fact that Cesaro's push does look like it ended. I'm not even showing it. It was a fucking DQ he no contest. Looked. He got it his was, ass it was kicked
3: this, by Chad Gable and friend. That shit's dead.
2: Yeah, like, no, I don't... It was like It was the worst segment. Uh, my favorite... I think this is probably my favorite promo of the entire night. And I talked about this a little bit in the chat room. Seb was, I believe Seb was on call with me when we were watching SmackDown. And I rewinded this because that's how much fun I had. I rewinded it and watched the whole thing twice. That's how much fun I had with this promo. So Paul Heyman is having a promo in the hallway. And Biggie shows up.
3: This shit was amazing.
2: Prediction.
5: Don't you dare be sour! Clap for the man who will win the Money in the Bank
8: contract and feel the power! Oh, sorry, sorry. There was something serious I didn't need to talk to you about. It appears that Edge has a
5: hold. Of Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, he got a hold of your boy. He put him in the deal. <laughs> he put your boy in the deal. I'd be worried
4: if
8: I was you. I'd be shook if I was
4: you. Oh my God.
2: He's still talking shit all the He said he put your boy in the deal. He put your boy in the deal. I'd be worried if I was you. I'd be shook. I'd be shook. <laughs> Yeah, I rewinded that whole thing when I first. Heard... <laughs> like that was awesome.
3: <laughs> I just love how even when the song pops back on, if you listen faintly, you still hear him talking shit. <laughs> oh
2: Jesus. man, Corbin, Baron Corbin. <laughs> Yo, they played that video package, man. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I actually felt bad.
3: YouTube. <laughs> <laughs>
5: With a for the crowd. King Corbin
6: is a king.
2: What's up, uh, what's up Patrick? Corbin looks like he's going to cry. No, right. I think
6: he's
1: crying. No. Last week, you lost your crown.
6: You don't know what that happened? I lost my crown, investments, hundreds of thousands of dollars. My life is a mess right now. I've even missed a few payments on my house, and the bank is starting to call and threatening to foreclose.
5: Laying at 285 pounds Keith. Sorry Barrett Corbin That's just embarrassing
2: That's awesome
5: Whoever is the rightful owner of a white Mercedes SUV It looks like your car's being towed That's my car Did they seem to be
2: creepy? <laughs> I love the music
5: And now Big E with a big things continue on a downward spiral for baron corbin
3: <laughs> that man no you know what that face is <laughs> it's perfect uh, when you're watching money in the bank 2021 on peacock <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Oh, hold
2: on. I could, I w- with the new system, with, a, with the brand new talk TalkBurn set, I can just screenshot it right here. We don't even have to imagine oh that. Oh,
3: my God, Being yes. the
2: screenshot. <laughs> Let me see. Where's Ooh. the button for this one? Because we have a button for everything now.
3: That is amazing.
2: Yeah, I don't want to move from this spot without it now. I'm glad you thought of that. <laughs> Bam, got it. Hello, talk. This my old friend. <laughs> I'm come <laughs> to talk with you again. Wow, that's a callback! (laughs) Perfect. What's up, Patrick? Patrick said he's finally getting the push he deserves. Yeah, he is because he's he's always he's high with the company. He's always been high with the. He's one of the better workers that they have here.
3: Yeah, they love him in the back.
2: So it gets better after this because he introduces the Baron Corbin Fund.
6: The in-laws' basement. But but there's hope. There's some good news because all of you here and everyone that is watching at home you can help me out of these dark financial times. Look, I've started a crowd-funded website. It's called Corbin Fund. I haven't heard of that and with that i'm not asking for much
2: <laughs> you know you hit rock bottom when you gotta make your website this is the corbin fund by the way like i went there wait this fucking thing's real i went there to try to donate yeah like i you can't do anything there but yeah, as soon as I, I linked it in Gilded too, like I, was, I thought we could donate, but it does exist. Like that is the, that is literally the shot from Corbin Fun. That is the shot on the screen of me going there. Yo, they uh, You can't see it, but does it say it on there? Due to financial difficulties, that, that's how they that's how they worked into the gimmick that you can't donate due to financial difficulties. This page is currently <laughs> under construction. However, yeah, Baron god, Corbin finds strength Baron Corbin finds in the ongoing support and prayers from the WWE universe and looks forward to your donations.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that fucking so sucks.
6: Ha- oh man i'm just asking for enough to pay a few bills and get back on my feet a hundred thousand dollars can do that so all of you please go to (laughs) corbinfund.com
2: corbin fund oh Oh, man that is hilarious Boy wants cash, and uh, then he gets his first investor.
6: Please, 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 do not take this the wrong way. But we know that you don't spend money on your wardrobe. So can you please? No, 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 no. Can you please just find it in your heart to help me? Oh, stutter! Oh, I don't think he's going to Corbinfund.com.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I don't
3: think he was going there either. Side note, I love that, because of course Owens came out and it was fucking ecstatic. I love that when Owens gets hype, he kicks the bottom rope.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know
3: why. But but it's like he can't think of anything else fucking just start kicking the bottom rope.
2: Oh my god. And the fact that Patrick's able to see our stuff means that WWE has once again yielded.
3: Nah, say again. Work on your product, stop fucking with us. <laughs> it's like we're not
2: dealing the damn thing. You think they're sitting here this watching with with,
3: <laughs> with with some of the shit y'all pulling coming to SummerSlam? Oh, y'all motherfuckers be, be glad we still talk about you.
2: this channels on here that blatantly pander to um to to like viewers by just running the pay per view. We talked about Dustin brought up the guy who had the controller and all that. But that was like a so best case picked- scenario. Yo, I've seen that people the motherfucker
3: was running a UFC pay-per-view and had a controller in his hand to make it look like he was playing the game.
2: Yeah, but I've seen people just sitting there watching the pay-per-view, like you know, like with popcorn and like a big logo across the top. This is WWE. <laughs> you know? And then just starting it with like the FBI warning in the beginning and shit. And then like the whoa, <laughs> like literally, I'm like, Are you kidding me? But uh also, I was kinda like, oh, what what do you guys do? Was that a sound? Did we hear the glass shattering? Was that from the Stone Cold drop? Oh my god. 0.3 4, 0.5 seconds of audio belongs to us. I was saying that was a bottle I'm fucked up. <laughs> anyway, what do we what else did we do? we got to get to the pay-per-view eventually. Um they had the main event with the Fatal Forward with Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins and Big E with the finish being Rollins with the blackout on the ladder. Goes um was up and snatched the briefcase. Mhm, something that he's not going to do later. Spoiler alert. Um <laughs> crazy start. I mean, I guess if I was going to talk about anything, it would be the crazy start where like everybody's just nuts with the diving. 80% of
5: the time, more than 80% of the time, the new champions crown. Find it out. Bye-bye.
4: I'll see you someday.
5: Big Brain Rollins, is he leaving? Well, there's no count-out so Biggie. E!
2: That spot, Three huh?
5: to the floor! Kevin Owens gonna fly! Oh, and now, King Neckermann Fatal four-way, underway! The hell is going on?
3: Yeah, really cool, you know? Oh, yeah, they started out, and it got crazy.
2: Even the cameraman decided to get in on the action. Yeah, he fell. He fell on the table, fell. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about that? Let me see if I can find that bump. Where was that?
5: Except table. We showed you what Rollins is capable of.
2: When that bump right happened Seb was like Vince is gonna fire that guy For dropping the camera And I was like Wait a minute I was like well, Are you sure that's the camera to draw I was like, Let me rewind a minute I was like No dude I was like I think that's the person <laughs> I was like I think that every I think he completely bumped And the camera Everything Everything went wrong For him <laughs> It wasn't like that guy Who was going to cat take Or did Is this it right here Watch this The camera guy is this it? Look at how a fucking camera guy Bust his ass From this bump
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Yo, wait, go back! I know exactly what happened. I know oh. the fucking side piece probably sweeped his legs. Yeah, yeah, Stasis mentioned. Go, go back and like watch that. the fucking impact. You can see the fucking side piece shoots out to him. <laughs> <And knocked> him. <laughs> <up> the <laughs> what the
5: hell is he gonna do up there, Kevin? What's the side? What the fuck is this psychopath doing?
2: The piece of the thing hit him and knocked him on his ass. <laughs> That sucks. Yo, that <laughs> you know sweep what that looks leg. like. That <laughs> looks sweep the leg. That looks like when you die in doom.
3: <laughs> right. Yo, it
2: yo, I was waiting for the fucking didn't
3: did did
2: did, did. Right there? Did. <laughs> the fucking golden eye. It was a golden eye death. KO for the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That That just added to it. That just just did more for me for it. Oh man. Yeah, pretty much uh we already talked about the finish blackout on the ladder. Um interestingly enough, there were dark matches. They wanted to make this a really big uh Smackdown for the crowd. They had Austin Theory and Harry Smith. Yes, Davey Boy's son is back in the WWE. Yeah. Looking good too. Yeah, that Austin Theory and Harry Smith against Odyssey Jones and Zion Quinn as one of the dark matches it's kind of crazy i wouldn't mind seeing that as a as a thing you know what the hell All right the other the other one was aliyah against xia lee didn't see that then we had the actual smackdown that we just discussed and then the dark match battle royal was what they went home to It was a dark match battle royal with nakamura cesaro robert Roode, kevin owens dolph ziggler finn balor slapjack biggie apollo cruz commander aziz rick boggs and uh, yeah, and that's it. They were on the battle royal together. I don't know what the purpose of it served. And then the main event was a dark match of Seth Rollins against Biggie. So it was a really big. This was like for anyone who was there for the first live crowd, it was like this was almost pay per view quality as far as the length of it.
3: You got a lot of shit.
2: So that is how that was a pretty much the warm up. That was almost like that's the best you're going to get as far as the rehearsal goes, which brings us to Money in the Bank 2021, where Rey Mysterio and Dominic got pre showed.
3: <sighs> Ain't that a bitch.
2: I was on match card duty all weekend, though. So it was up immediately as soon as this... Anything that was changed was up pretty much the the whole time. So we do have the voting results on that. 100% of you Usos. I don't even remember if I voted after I updated it, to be honest with you. I feel like I would... I didn't, though, to be honest. Like, I feel like I remember to update it for everybody else, but that I didn't. Because I don't think I would have voted the Usos. I didn't see that coming. I thought that it would have gone the way that they would have fucked up and Roman would have gotten mad at them and just told Jay, you see how shitty he is? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, we got to get him out of here or something. But no, they're actually, thankfully, not going to do that. I started thinking that Jimmy, I was worried about Jimmy when he first came back. And then I was even more worried about him when he when he had his little issue. I was like, oh, boy, like every time Jay gets like a little bit away from him, I'm worried that he's going to pull like a young buck. And I'm like Pow. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, when he started telling about how we were going to win the seven times together, I'm like, oh, shit, he's in super kick distance. But they're all right. Hundred percent. Usos win this. Jimmy sacrifices himself. He probably also started worrying that that Roman and Jay were going to kick his ass. Maybe he started to feel the heat because he decided to sacrifice himself into a six one nine. And then he holds Jimmy he pretty much hold Jay down on Ray for the cover. So there's no way for him to kick out. So he, he definitely wanted to earn his keep. Yeah. Now with that, the Usos are seven time tag team champions, seven time tag team champs, the Usos on the kickoff. And what they did here was smart because it made people. Now you can't miss a kickoff match. That's a really good match to have on there. You know? Oh yeah. That's one of the better matches to have on there. And uh, they use it for what its purpose will serve. You have to have a good lead-in if you're going to get people who haven't made up their minds to get the pay-per-view. That's the whole purpose of that match. And I think they did, did a very good job in doing so. Uh, what else? What else do we got? Anything else going on? Um, Yeah, let's look at some yeah. of the things. Oh, yes, the intro. The intro to this match, right? Oh, yeah, Ray and Dominic's intro. Which we don't have. They didn't show. They didn't put it on anything. But uh, they come out through a portal. Literally. They put like a gif of it up where it shows the two of them come up through a portal. Let me see if I could grab it for you guys here on the, uh, on our images. Yeah, that was actually really dope, especially for a pre-show.
3: You wouldn't expect a special engine for a pre-show.
2: I wasn't sure what was going on. Here it is. Yeah, that was pretty freaking cool. I guess that's a still shot of the thing that they came through. That's the most that we got. But yeah, were they in like some sort of an Aztec Mountain or some shit or Aztec yeah. Mountains and
3: yeah they were they were at they were at Aztec Temple and then transported to a uh,
2: Texas mhm, yeah, they sure did, but overall, what were your thoughts on this match? this was a good match. This was actually
3: uh very very entertaining, very high energy pace to start. Dominic is absolutely fantastic
2: mhm, <laughs> yeah, it looks the really kid, good here. Here's his neck kid is
3: getting better all the time, like <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's really solid. He's good to watch.
3: I love this new like this hand this it's like a what it's like a springboard moonsault from the apron to the inside of these added to his moveset now. In fact, this is actually it right here. It's so cool.
2: Yeah, very fluid looking.
3: He is a beautiful moonsault to be such a tall kid though.
2: He gets better and better the more we see him. You know, he definitely has the natural gene for this. What I like about this entire thing with him was that it does show how strong he is but then he does get a little bit too cocky which was good storytelling here because he's getting all this cool shit off and then he just tries something dumb you know which is right here he goes off the top with both of them on the outside into a cross body so they just catch him together and I go, okay that's what you're gonna do you think you're gonna just take us both down like we're chumps <laughs> you know you're not gonna cross body two Samoans. you know what i mean so that's sort of i like the fact that they did that you know like, and then even talking commentary about how it's sort of, uh, his, uh, working against him, you know, like his own, uh, his own, I guess, inexperience was working against him was the point that they were making there. going to link you yeah. guys in the chat room to anybody who wants to see some of this clip here. There you go. But yeah, yeah, I did like seeing him, you know?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. That kid, he's been great ever since they really started letting him. even, even before he officially started wrestling, when he had that little, uh skirmish with brock when he when ray and brock had their match like that kid has been absolutely amazing
4: mm-hmm. yeah he see stasis has. you're right there
3: with me when um stasis saw the intro because it was an aztec temple i had instant lucha underground flashbacks
2: Mm-hmm. yeah so
3: they were they were big on like aztec warriors and aztec gods there so.
2: and that's essentially what i guess the theme that they were going for it was fun interesting with the blue lighting too
3: it was funny too, because I mean, Rey Mysterio is a former trio's champion on Lucha Underground, so it's kind of cool that they all um, he goes back to that.
2: I forgot that he was even over there.
3: Oh yeah, he got like probably one of their biggest pops when he showed up. I oh, know yeah? he and uh Ricochet when Ricochet was Prince Puma, they were champions in. He even had a big match at uh what's known as Ultima Lucha was, which was basically their WrestleMania. It was the end of the seasons.
2: Yeah. So, what do you think now that uh? You have the Mysterios losing the titles and the Usos winning. What's happening with these two teams, right?
3: I think they're going to keep going at it. I think they're definitely going to because, I mean, this is only like the first time they really got to go. So, and the match came out amazing, so there's no reason not to run it back.
2: But they lose them so fast. though? What I did like was uh, that was interesting was when they went, they offered the titles to the tribal chief. They were both giddy like he's like, yeah, man, you are my chief. I got the belt now, and he was <laughs> like, you march. I love that he, he offered the house, he's like, hold on to them for me for now. <laughs> like, they're his belts, too. He owns all the belts.
3: Right? like, what the fuck? <laughs> he
2: was so happy. Yeah, it was like, incredible. He it, like
3: it was almost, like, uncomfortably happy.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Let's see here.
7: What a way Let's get to it. kick off Money in the Bank. Gentlemen, you are the new... Smackdown Tag team champions. You say that again, one more game Megan The Usos are the new the Smackdown new. Tag team champions. <sighs> but I have to ask, is tonight the night that the bloodline will walk out of money in the bank with all of the gold?
8: Let's go. Hey, the bloodline is drifting gold tonight. This is exactly how we doing it. We're sure. we keeping the momentum going, Us. Tonight, on. the Uso's got the dub. Guess what the big Us gonna get? Come on, keep the dub. The bloodline dripped in gold. We some fortune tellers, Us. We go. said we was gonna be seven times. When happened? the odds are stacked against the bloodline, what happened, Us? We step up to the front line. Woo! The bloodline is running this whole damn company, Us. Tag titles, WWE Universal title, it's all the cracking news. What we about to do though? We about to go celebrate right now. Hey, how about where we go see big vehicles and let them know what we got? Are we man, okay? Where he, he,
6: man. Where
8: is room, what the Let's go find them. Let's go Let's go
6: flex. I think it's over there. You know hey,
8: what. we about some celebrating to do. you free to join if you want. If not, oh you know well. Then we'll see you later.
2: Peace out. I don't heard somebody say peace out in like 10 years. Right, is that still a thing? Damn. That I, guy that guy I, I, that guy that hangs out with Swerve probably says that shit.
3: Nah, that motherfucker probably cool. <laughs> Word to your mother. <laughs>
2: that motherfucker probably say
3: shit like see you later, alligator fucking after a while, crocodile. Yeah, right. <laughs> you better be glad you can rap, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> but yeah, Uso's looking good.
3: Oh
4: yeah.
2: Always
3: been great as champions too, so definitely expect a lengthy run
2: out of those two. Absolutely.
3: Once they get tag titles on them, it's hard to get them
2: off. And that brings us to the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Natalia against Asuka, against Tamina, against Naomi, against Nikki, Ash, A-S-H now, against Zelina Vega, against Alexa Bliss, against Liv Morgan. Which, by the way, they just threw in Tamina at the last minute. And I remember seeing it on the card Friday after SmackDown went off there and thinking, oh, good, so for SmackDown, they must have done some booking to get Tamina in there. And they didn't. They just, they just just Poof. like all the announcement there was no booking they just threw in. just suddenly i just happened to say smackdown ended let me go look at the money in the bank card and she was just there and i said oh so there must have been an angle where she was in the ring and you know they said hey how come your partner isn't there or something nope just there <laughs> it was just we, just we just put her in i guess that's okay whatever um 57 of you thought that alexa bliss was gonna go over i'm surprised actually wow including myself, thought it would be Liv. 14% of you thought it would be Nikki Ash. And you were right, 14%. It was Nikki Ash. Six women were all on the ladder at the same time. I was worried that one, if not two or three, were going to die. Because I didn't know what the hell spot or sequence would have six people up there. Or seven, or however many. But Nikki winds up running up and grabbing it. Making everyone look like complete idiots with no coordination or common sense amongst all of them mm-hmm. because they're all up there already feet planted down for a really long time long enough to get a whole bunch of cool shots of them different angles and everything and she superheroes her ass above everybody while they're all fighting each other takes it and comes back down and they're all still up there looking at each other like what oh man it was like are you kidding me you see what happened by Nikki Cross slash Ash. Excluding herself from your shit storylines. She's still having her win. She, I told you she was just racking up those W's, right? Just racking up those W's. She doesn't care about anybody so, else's drama. She didn't even care about the drama in the match she was in. She ignored it and just took the belt. That's all she's been doing is ignoring everyone else's heat and just winning. <sighs> oh, my God. So I'm going to just be up right now.
3: I don't like this Nikki ass shit. Almost superhero, the fuck kind of shit is that? Like, like what, what? What did you not finish changing in the fucking phone booth? Like what? Like I, I know she came up with the gimmick. The gimmick gun not fucking make sense. All right, <laughs> she was fine when she was just regular. It was fucking perfect. But then on top of that, so what y'all telling me is nobody felt her grab an ankle, climb up, grab some hair, nothing of like that. And then she was up there trying to unhook that shit for like five seconds. I saw like three people grab like they were fucking reaching for their loved one falling off a cliff. Fucking no They Hit grabbed her
2: like they face. grabbed her like the extra you walkers. Have
3: fucking <laughs> la- bliss, you have power. <laughs> Get your ass up. Hypnotize the bitch make a jump. Something.
2: Yo, they grabbed her like the extra walkers.
3: Dude, I'm sorry. New gimmick does not warrant fucking briefcase. There is no reason Nikki, Nikki Cross... I'm not calling her fucking Nikki Ash. There's no reason Nikki Cross should have won this fucking match. I like her. She's great. But what has she done to warrant that? Versus Asuka, you could have her double up. Liv Morgan, you've only had the girl crying on SmackDown and on the pre-show and we had her beat like half the fucking field and you had a whole thing where Liv Morgan was like hey I was gonna put you
2: in the shit and she beat a competitor that same fucking night Zelina <laughs> Vega is a story in herself
3: right like, you know
2: that's that's like a self-written story you know what I mean just the story you don't even have to do anything like just her winning Nat, no, with- we're talking
3: Natalia has been there forever the girl, I mean, that's what it was. one of the few things she doesn't have on her resume yet is a fucking money in the bank. When you could have did that, nah, you just had Nikki, Car- Nikki Cross fucking scramble up, snatch a green case, pose for two seconds, and then scramble back fucking down. Yeah, I can't like, argue with you. I said it before, and they almost did it. The only reason I voted for Bliss is because I know the dumb shit they like to do. She would have hypnotized somebody. with the funny thing is, she did it to Selena, but she didn't actually want to get the win off of it. She just hypnotized somebody, snatched the belt back. That would have made more sense than Nikki just scrambling up through six bodies and just taking the briefcase. Because they Who's basically the- told us that six people would rather beat the shit out of each other than grab the briefcase that is literally within arm's reach. So who would she have to fight now? Charlotte? Fuck it, I don't know. God. you know what i think it is i think and this is how stupid they are i think they are setting her up to be the first failed cash in for the women because all as the a, the women have a hundred percent success rate
2: as a superhero yeah and then maybe she would become a super villain oh my god she'll still be inspired though they could do that and with the way wwe books the way that she would still be inspired would literally just by them saying it it would just be michael Cole saying apparently according to what we're hearing here despite the change Nikki's still inspired and that would just be it <laughs> that would be how they clarify it like I enjoyed the match up
3: until that point and I was like yep that fucking ruined it for me and you wonder why I count them out
2: oh man so funny so anyway let's get into some of the stuff on the match besides Bliss Um, well you already did essentially I mean I don't have a clip of it, but that magic spot with the Vega where she does the the, the mime thing kind I love of how war-
3: well has sold it
2: though Yeah, because she believes in all that kind of shit. Not necessarily believes in it, but she's a cosplayer. She likes all kinds of shit like that. It's not like
3: I love how they to get rid of Bliss. They had to bury her under
2: like fucking five ladders. But here's where they literally, they literally buried Alexa Bliss. That's symbolic. Boss man getting hung by the brute is not symbolic, Michael Cole. That's actual. But this was symbolic because they literally.
3: They literally, they literally buried, buried her. But here, here's what here's what pissed me off about that spot. How they fucked this up? Why the fuck did Naomi put a ladder all the way on like the very fucking side where it's going to have no effect? She just she, figured, she just looked she she had her ladder and looked like she just didn't know where she put So She just said yeah. Yeah, here's a ladder. This fucking Mister Burn the fucking ladder. Nye. So
2: So uh, one thing that I did like was the little face off between uh Alexa Bliss and and Nikki Ash even though they're two completely different characters now from what they were that kind of made it cooler you know because you got these two ex best friends now one's a superhero and the other one's a demon with powers that's literally like every comic book <laughs> you know when you really think about it, you had these two best friends, and then one of them got turned, and then the other one went on to become a superhero, and now they meet, <laughs> and they're on opposite sides. So I thought that that was like an amazing moment Nikki to have here.
5: setting up the ladder. It could be Nikki's opportunity. She's been on in an incredible roll as of late. She's hotter than anyone at WWE, and Nikki looking to continue that, but it's Alexa Bliss thwarting the attempt by her old friend, her old tag team partner. But this is about a championship opportunity. Oh, my goodness. What was that? <laughs> and Nikki caught by Alexa. Oh, face first. Little version of Sister Abigail there is Alexa now looks up at the briefcase. That nine
3: in the wood like be to repeat
5: the moment she had in 2018.
3: I love it. Like like they forget the fucking name of the movie was fucking sister now. they've called it that several times
2: so here's something really funny so so stasis has a an amazon fire tablet hd 2021 model with the keyboard there this is essentially a little mini laptop i learned the hard way just now to be very fucking careful when i'm when i'm talking about alexa bliss because Oh no! Suddenly her screen went haywire, and it was bringing us the trading cards of the two of them on the screen. And we're like, <laughs> I'm like, we're like looking over to like, how the fuck did, did this thing, what is going on here? And it's because it heard us say Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. <laughs> I forgot it has Alexa because no, I looked over there. She's showing me that the thing's pulling shit up, and I'm, like, looking at the screen, and I can't believe, because I'm like, what a coincidence. As I speak, I'm seeing the- <laughs> these things appearing on the fucking screen. Oh, my word. So I guess I'll just have to say Lexi from now on. <laughs> so that the machine doesn't go haywire next to me. Being that the word I said after was bliss, we're lucky it didn't bring us some porn. We're fucking Far Cry 5 calls, please. Right, true. If it thought that we were just yeah, right <laughs> next, thing, next, thing,
3: next thing you know you're saying you next thing, you know you find that fucking I think I look next thing, it turns into that meme, I think I looked up the wrong face seed.
2: Wow. Let your imagination run wild with that one. Oh amazing. Absolutely amazing. But yeah, we wound up with friends and enemies facing one another. Dun dun dun. Also, nice avalanche crossbody from the superhero. I know you're probably tired of hearing about her by now, right? You
3: know what I just thought about that just pissed me off even more. What's that? I didn't think about it, but did, did you notice in the finish, ironically,
2: the person she just happened to climb over was fucking live. There was a lot of symbolism in here, man. They buried Alexa. They buried shit. They buried Lexi. And uh, yeah, they literally climbed over Liv. <laughs> that's not, that's the, that's deliberate booking right there. That is deliberate booking. That's some shit. But yeah, is this the Avalanche crossbody here? Yeah, there you go. Avalanche, look at her psycho ass. The thing that I hate about this, because I'm right there with you, is that she's not someone... In that, arc, in, in that incarnation that I want to see be the women's champion. I just feel like it would look stupid. Right. You could tell they are deliberately setting it up to break that 100% success rate. Like, are you, like, are we really going to have somebody like that go over the current women that we have now that are super big and aggressive and strong while wearing a big blue fucking suit like that? Right. You know what I mean? Like, like even not, if we, like, we were going like, to push it like that.
3: Spoiling, without <clears> even spoiling <throat> the Raw Women's title of the match, if it's a real Ripley or a Charlotte Flair... Nikki fucking almost a superhero Is not beating either of those two And I don't mean that little bullshit Two minutes I'll talk about is Realistically not beating either of them
2: When you have somebody with that build You gotta push her like you push a Molly I feel You can't push her to be like a And I mean like the not that Molly You know which ironic that I'm talking about it But she would need to be like the Molly after this To get a good To get a women's title run And the proof is that right. the Molly and Holly and WrestleMania 20 yeah. Molly And the proof is that's what it took for Molly Holly. She never got it with that silly shit. It was cool and everything, but they never even thought about her in in any capacity of doing anything when she was doing that.
3: I I, would have even taken the sanity, Nikki Cross, because at least you were still meant to take that character seriously. This shit is
2: not meant to be taken seriously. It's not inspiring anybody. We're sitting here laughing. You know what? In hindsight, I like that other Molly better. I remember Molly most and best after all that shit. You know? That was my first exposure to Molly. I didn't figure out about my Molly until years later. Really? Oh, that's funny. Yeah.
3: When I first saw Molly Holly, she was fusing with Trish Rash and Jazz.
2: No, I remember when she first came out as Molly Holly, just the cousin of Crash and Hardcore, before she even got the superhero thing. Jesus Christ, I didn't know there was anything before that. Holy fuck. Yeah, no, they introduced Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly came out. Back when they were doing that whole crazy twenty four seven thing, and they introduced their cousin, the third Holly, and it was Molly Holly, and the three of them were a team for a while until uh, when like ODB was the third Briscoe. Yeah, the two, the three of them. She stood with the Hollies the whole time until uh the invasion. When in the invasion, she technically when you, it's kind of funny when you think about it. No one really talks about that. The how's that not a heel turn? She was like a WWF person, and she technically defected to the fucking alliance, didn't she? Because the hurricane was was definitely not WWE when that when that shit was going on. How strange, right? No one ever really talks about that. But nobody ever thinks so about it. But anymore. Mighty Molly, how's that a superhero thing? He was a superhero, but he was a bad superhero. Remember, like he tore up the APA's door. Like he attached, they attached the fucking uh the door to the to the back of their little Batmobile and then drove off and it dragged their doorway. Because remember, the door wasn't like attached to an actual foundation to get like into the APA office. So they uh. They had like a Batmobile s thing, and they took like a little hook and attached it to the APA door while they were playing cards, and they drove away with the shit. Like they were heels, they were messing with like the like the WWE locker room. When you think about it, so yeah, but yeah, they never made her into anything big until she dropped that fucking suit and became like right. the Molly that you saw. Every variation of Nikki Cross has been taken seriously up until this moment. When she was
3: with Sandy, when she broke off from Sandy and just ran by herself, and fucking her and Oscar almost killed each other in a last man standing, last woman standing match. When she came up, when she was still by, when she was teaming with um with, with Bliss,
2: original now, best friend, original best friend Nikki Cross wasn't taken seriously though. The original one that was clinging to Lexi wasn't. It was a shitty a character. Shit. <laughs> and appearance-wise, they've done wonders for Nikki Cross because uh, she she has a good look to her, but. The original Nikki Cross always looked like she rolled around in grease and Vaseline before coming to the fucking ring, you know, like literally when light hit her, it would shine off and it would sparkle off of mirrors in my house, you know, like she was shiny as fuck. It was like, how come she always looks like she rolled around underneath a car and then dipped herself in Vaseline and fucking corn oil and then came out here to wrestle like, well, what is all that? <laughs> Like she was the shiniest girl. Like she was shinier than her yellow pants. Go back and look at early Nikki Cross. I don't know why she was so shiny and weird looking. She was oh glossy as fuck. You ever play one of those games where it lets you choose the gloss of your skin when you're creating the character? And if you go all the way to the meter, they just look like they're one of those freaking. They they so they, they just look, fucking, look like you look at your fucking Saran wrap. They look like they're Michael Nakazawa. Nakazawa. I haven't seen him do do that in so long, I forgot about it, you ass. (laughs) That's how I see when I'm looking at her. I'm just like, why was she so So she has a better appearance, and she sounds better. She's a better promo now. In the beginning, I almost couldn't understand, and I might also just be because she's, like, around people who speak English a lot, like regular English. That fucking thick-ass. She has the thickest Scottish accent I've ever heard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were times I
3: felt like and I was it's watching only Snatch. Because I have friends from Scotland and I know her fucking act. And I can understand, I've never
2: had a problem understanding what she's saying. But like I said, was there, were, so they, thick for her, like, there were times I felt like I was watching Snatch. They'd be like, How do you feel about what's happening? It's like, What? What? She seems happy. I'll take it. So, anyway, what else did we have going on here? We had, uh, oh, by the way, I also love Alexa Bliss's new outfit. Yeah, it was dope. You know, Seb was saying that she was wearing a garbage bag. I was like, like before she took it off, the thing that she was in before, is she wearing a garbage bag? Like That's not a garbage bag. Shut your whore mouth. Silence. And uh, she uses her power in this more than once. You forgot about another time that she used her power. In the beginning here, she summons this German suplex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. Everybody thought that some mystical shit was going to happen here. That's what it looked like, right? Like, oh. Uh... Okay.
3: okay, the worst Wonder Twin ever. Former German uh, super. Fuck that. Yo, Bye. You know what the best part about <laughs> she did this. My first thought was, yo, she's about to win this shit right now. Because I don't put this shit past them. The bitch has powers. It's all, all bets are off at this point.
2: Maybe Asuka's been around people with magic before. So she knew. She saw the writing on the wall.
3: He's like, no, 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 no. Nope, German. Poof.
2: I, I have you're title someone before. Mad road, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm so fucking bad. You really? I see girl summon summon tum- tum- title before this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fuck! I just got that. Ooh.
2: Oh, man. Anyway, what else do we have going on? We had um oh, also Naomi. Let me get that spot up on the screen.
3: Would oh, you fucking power bomb live on the fucking land? How did you know? Because <laughs> that shit looked like it sucked all kinds of ass. Actually, no correction. She powerbombed her onto Selena Vega onto the ladder.
2: Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we have here. We have a catch power bomb. Liv Morgan onto Selena Vega on the bridge ladder across the corner.
3: But never looks fun at all.
2: Yeah. No, that doesn't, uh, it doesn't. It definitely lacks pleasantry
3: they like can a power her onto a whole human being onto a whole ladder but
2: they can't give it a briefcase okay but would you really want her to have the briefcase if it wasn't for them teasing that she has it does she should she have it
3: I mean the girls worked her ass off especially even since even before they brought the, the riot squad back and then they broke them up and I mean for all that they could have done I'm like you could have gave her something
2: she'd have to become like a
3: Especially, she'd have to become a top
2: five quality wrestler because with her personality, she doesn't strike me as the type that could kick Charlotte's ass. So she'd have to show me through skill, being like someone like a malingo or just some sort of a ring, a ring technician, because her attitude comes off almost a decade and a half younger than somebody like Charlotte with her mannerisms and shit. You know, she really comes off with her whininess, and I hate to say it in mean to mean like somebody that if she brought that shit to Charlotte, Charlotte would beat the fizzock out of her.
3: But that's why she wouldn't just try to out-straight out-wrestle Charlotte, wait till she gets the shit kicked out of her then sneak up on her. That would be that would be the whole point. Like, if she can't outright beat Charlotte in a straight fight, she could sure enough catch Charlotte when she's dead tired after a match. And, I mean, considering the fact that they I no kind of feel like Charlotte would have to be you
2: know I mean? Charlotte would have to be dead. Not just dead tired, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like
3: It would would be be so hard.
2: It would just be so hard, I guess, for me to create a scenario that I feel Liv would be able to pull off convincingly where she's able to kill Charlotte. Even tonight, like, let's just say it goes where Liv wins, right? And let's just say a hypothetical scenario, a match ends like that. And Charlotte is now fatigued. I wouldn't be convinced that Liv then would still be all right for it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
3: like, it, it, it wouldn't be one of those things where she could cash it on the same night, but it's kind of a thing where, like, a lot, a lot of shit can happen in a year. Because that's the thing; it wouldn't have to be. Eventually, who knows how long she would be? Who long she, how long she would have to wait? I mean, I still remember <clears throat> when fucking Ziggler cashed and I didn't think he was ever going to cash it after a certain point.
2: I guess my point is that you mentioned earlier about Nikki Cross being someone who they would set up as the first ever loser, which you could be right about. But I'm just saying that in my opinion, like if anybody looked like they would have been an easy out for a first fucking loser, it would have been Liv. You know, that's yeah, what they really could have done it. I mean, like they could she doesn't have the sympathy angle. And it's just not her fault. It's It's not their fault. She just doesn't look like someone who would kick any of these other girls asses, you know? Like there's no, everyone just looks bit bigger and meaner and nastier than her. Honestly, like out of everybody there, I'm just looking at the girls that were on this and like, there's no one that looks, she's the nicest one. She's the least aggressive one. So I'm not saying I don't want it because they definitely teased it, but I'm just saying for them to get there, they definitely needed to take a different route from her coming up every week, crying and shit about wanting to be in the mat. They needed to do something. Like, I don't know how we went from the the, the bathtub promos to to like this and almost feel like it was going to her becoming an older woman like a maturity angle which, and then came wait, back
3: which, bratty <laughs> wait, 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 which that which, which that could make it even sense they don't have a rhyme or reason to it so they wouldn't even need to think that far because they didn't think
2: that far when they gave us
3: bathtub and then she's all nice and shit now
2: like how come like, she did go she, from she, that bathtub yeah, thing you, to like a more mature angle like like uh how come she can go from that bathtub shit to a more mature angle like Carmelo did then she would have been able to come here and it would have made sense to win the money in the bank and go on. And people would look there. It's like she went from like the bathtub shit to like just she she turned five years younger.
3: Same way Emma went from the fucking Lucian to her right back a regular Emma because it's them. They don't need rhyme or reason to do this shit. They'll just do it. Yeah.
2: It's and it's again, this is way, coming from.
3: It's the same way they can have her beat every girl in the money in the bank ladder match and then still be the last one to get announced.
2: And again, this is coming from the person who on the Monday show voted for Liv and said that I thought it would be her. But I just don't see, I still thinking it would be her. I just don't think, know what the hell would have happened then. Cause it kind of like, you, you guys never know made either. it look like, you never made it look like she could do anything. Like, she yeah, you made it look like she could, doesn't even know. like, yeah, they made it look like she pins people and stuff. And that's another thing, not just for Liv, but for Nikki Cross too. If you're gonna have a girl that's going up against a champion in this company, you can't have them winning a bunch of matches like through little small packages and crucifixes and rollouts and shit and you know what I mean. Like, why? You think they're gonna do that to Charlotte? Are they gonna? You, exactly. is, she, what, is she not? Is Nikki Cross gonna small package Charlotte?
3: Uh, exactly. I mean, I, I, I mean with, with, with all the wins, um, Liv's been racking up. I give Liv at least one thing. At least she's been hitting people with her fucking finisher. And, and can't that's what I mean. Remember what
2: Nikki's finisher is? It's been so long. And that's what I mean. Like, if you're gonna put she's somebody in, the in the main thing, a main event thing,
3: small package of people and shit.
2: Yeah, and if you're going to put somebody in a main event thing, even if this is the beginning of a new era, in the beginning of the new era, the first time they saw Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, they fucked each other up really badly. Now I got to believe somebody half the size is going to be able to get the job done without all that equipment and shit that they had where they basically destroy everything. They were just throwing each other into random debris at one point. In the fucking match. You know what I mean? It was just like everybody just... It just became it like... They the shit out of each other. It just literally just became like... A fight. I forgot who it was in the chat. It might have been George. Somebody was like, "Do you guys think that this is a little stiff?" And I was like, "A little." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, was like, force, like. I was like, dude, she just gave her fucking motherfucker. i like, she just a fucking spinning back over on the back of the head. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think it's a little stiff. <laughs> I think, th- I think well, this is really rough. wrongs in that fucking match. It was. It
3: wasn't even when this shit was over.
2: Yeah, pretty much. We'll go. We'll talk about it a little bit then when we get to it. But yeah, you know.
3: Uh, shit out of each other. I'm supposed to believe almost a fucking superhero, but no.
2: Well, we'll see what happens there. I'm nervous about that one though. Um, speaking of live, though, I did like this double stomp thing that happened here. Bring it up for you guys. A double stomp to pin. Uh, I believe Zelina on the vat ladder there. See that?
3: Oh yeah, that was nice. Was-
2: Stay down, bitch.
3: Ladder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, incredible get that to you guys and on our social media. Media! Yeah, I like this pay-per-view. The more we talk about it, the more interesting substance that there is.
3: which just hope it doesn't suck ass at the end of the journey. If they even mm-hmm. finish it, it's the right day move people around.
2: Right. Uh, I think they gave us those. We have Nikki Ash. Look at that. There's so much Nikki Ash. Oh my god. Yeah, they did a Nikki Ash post-interview thing. I'm, I'm interested to see how she... Uh, she does
7: nikki ash almost a superhero congratulations you are the money in the bank contract holder of 2021 now this has to be the biggest moment in your career and also biggest opportunity what is this moment like for you
1: i don't even know how to hold this thing i'm like like this like this like i don't even say i don't i can't find the I'm struggling to find the words. I'm struggling to put my thoughts, I'm thinking in my brain, get it to my mouth and say the words. Like I'm looking at this briefcase. I'm looking at this money in the bank contract and I see I see years and years. I know what I put into this and not a whole lot of people know, but I know exactly what went into this. The sacrifices, the heart, the seconds, the hours, the minutes, everything spent dreaming to this to this moment and I think of the women who have bruised and been banged up from this and bled for this and put their hearts and soul into this. I think of the women years and years ago with the generation before me who didn't get a chance to fight for this and didn't get the opportunity. I see this briefcase as for all of them and I see this briefcase for me. <laughs> I see it for the almost... Superhero. Yo, how a long is this Nicky shit? I drifted off. A-S-H. A-S-H. the fuck little is girls out there, Little boys out there. Anyone out there who has a dream. Anyone out there.
2: Is she about to miss the tea this prove
1: shit? people wrong. Anyone out there. <laughs> this briefcase represents dreams. And it represents now. I started eating snacks and, and shit. I'm refilling my the What the fuck is going on here? Nikki A-S-H. Almost a super. Hero. <laughs> I've never heard somebody so it.
3: excited about not being oh, quite a superhero.
1: I, I just need a moment alone with my Okay, I'll Enjoy. Oh.
3: <laughs> See, that's nicer than Liv. At least when Liv, you know, took the fucking interview seriously. She might not be able to kick. Might be able to kick up, uh, Charlotte Ripley's ass, but holy fuck, I was bored that whole time.
2: I forgot that shit was on, man. I was sitting God here like, should I God. put ice in this? No, nah, I think there's enough. Did she this. even
3: talk about the fucking match? <laughs> I don't
2: she did. I, <laughs> I did
3: zoned she? out the second you said Nikki Cross interviewed. And when I zoned back in, she was talking about the boys and the girls. Wait a minute.
1: Nick, a superhero, the biggest moment. Don't even know how to hold this thing. I'm like, like this brain, Pitch get into my mouth and say the words. <laughs> like, I'm looking at this briefcase. I'm looking at this money in the bank, the hours, the minutes, everything spent dreaming. S, H. Little ghettos out there. Little. Bo-
2: yep, she didn't even talk about anything. Just, she just talked about the fucking stupid gimmick.
1: I love how the
2: first words out of her mouth on
3: live television, I don't even know how to
2: hold this thing. You hold it, and, by then, the, the of and then the last words: "Where I'm gonna need some time alone with this thing." You know, it's not a penis; it's a briefcase.
3: <laughs> and there's nothing in the briefcase. All right, Fuck. you never knew. when I'm gonna cash in the money in the bank.
2: Penis. I'm in briefcase.
3: <laughs> Spoiler alert! But we dodged a fucking story about the sword tooth Nessie.
2: We dodged the, the penis. Man, thank God. Dodged the penis. <laughs>
3: I'm not even gonna designate
2: that with a lot. Yo, I'm so happy that her fucking. I'm so happy that that promo was long like that, man. That was that was amazing. <laughs> God, oh my... It was like when Eddie Murphy talks about Stevie Wonder's having an award acceptance speak, <laughs> uh-huh. right? He was like, they, they be trying to pull fucking Stevie off the fucking stage, and he'll be like, and I'd like to thank all the children in the world, and and father and and God. And he said, he said, motherfucking credits will be rolling, and Stevie will be sitting up was like, and I'd like to thank. Her. <laughs>
3: Yo, could you imagine? Oh my god, this is horrible thought just passed my head. Could you imagine if this was still like when you won the briefcase,
2: you got your own customized one? Oh, and she get a superhero one. Oh my, how god. how do you know she's not going to? You just threw that don't shit out there. Fucking things anymore. I think. Oh, that's that what Stasis just one one said. Stasis like just said in the chat room, make it look more like something a hero would carry. Yeah, you guys fucked up now. now they're, gonna, they're gonna be there tomorrow. Somebody so they don't watch this themselves, but I'm sure their interns do. Like this, it's a wrap now.
3: You know they're too lazy to make custom briefcases anymore. Come on. Man.
2: That's true. She This shit, she needs a moment alone with the fucking briefcase. Oh, shit.
3: <sighs> Y'all gonna be real disappointed when that briefcase up looking exactly the fucking same.
2: No, it better not. I want to see the fucking superhero version of that briefcase now. <laughs>
3: Fucking Oscar didn't even get a custom briefcase. Fucking she
2: That's true. That would have been great too. I would have been a perfect if, person if, if for it. If Oscar
3: them. doesn't get a custom briefcase, then fucking almost a superhero ain't getting shit.
2: She has to do something. Because you know Naomi would make it glow somehow. Yeah. They should have had Naomi win it just for the marketing alone of it having some sort of an LCD screen on it that just has like shit glowing and moving. People would have went nuts. But now they need to make a superhero one. I hate her outfit, man. As somebody who likes superheroes, I hate her outfit. That shit represents I hate everything. Whole that that shit represents everything that we we try to move away from with superheroes nowadays, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you are a superhero. You're almost a superhero, but you're almost a superhero from like the 70s, you know? The superheroes of nowadays are the Marvel superheroes that we see on Disney Plus and they don't look like that. Like her mask looks like somebody made it out of Play-Doh. What is that material? Looks like they melted that shit onto her yeah, face. Bottom
3: of the cereal box.
2: Doesn't even look like plastic. good plastic if it's plastic. Like, I don't like the look. And I think she's good. I just think that a lot more needs to be done here. You know? <laughs> but whatever. Did you have her pin to win? I don't remember who the hell voted for her. Uh, huh? I
3: originally gone for Bliss because I thought she was going to use her powers at the top of the ladder.
2: So Stasis was one of the people. She's probably the only person known in the community then, and the other people are just obscure votes, because I know who everybody who we talked to personally fucking voted for. Huh. Oh, well. What was up after this? Oh, yes. I believe it was the uh, the Raw Tag Team title match, AJ Styles and Omas, defending against the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar. 100% of you for AJ, Styles, and Omas. No one thought the Viking Raiders were going to go over. Why would you? I I wasn't convinced that they were or would not like it wouldn't have been an upset really like they're established tag team that's really badass and AJ and Omas aren't that they fucking neutered since they came to the main roster
3: I knew they were dead in the water the second they started showing highlights of what gives the, the the fucking the fucking Viking Raiders a chance
2: and they showed the fucking basketball clip didn't they win the gold at one point though on the main roster
3: yeah like when they first came up and then they barely had any defenses and I can't remember who they lost to outdoors.
2: Yeah, but I mean, they've been here still a considerably short amount of time. They've already won the gold everywhere that they've ever been. Not only in W they've been in the world, like in NXT, on Raw, like they just win fucking gold. They're, like they're, they're just so safe that I don't even really see them as like neutered or, or anything or nerfed. It's the like
3: was cause like every time they've given them tag titles, nothing major's come from it. Like they were NXT tag champions. They defended them like one time and then relinquished them. And then when they came to Raw, they had like just they had that Raw, uh, Raw Tag Team title run that just nothing really came of it. It's I, not I've like always, when they were in like ROH in Japan, like when when they were Tag Champions, it was a big fucking deal.
2: I've always looked at that team the way I look at the Dudleys or the Hardys. Oh, not the Hardys, the Dudleys or the APA. Even or it's just like they're just a consistently good team. You know, like they're just really good. Oh yeah,
3: they're they're all you know? they've always been good. They've never really. They've never had bad points. It's just, they, it's ever since they've been on the main roster, I've kind of felt like I don't feel that same energy I used to feel, even down when they went down in NXT. Like, I don't know what went wrong. I don't know what happened, but it doesn't feel like the same Viking Raiders or War Raiders, or whatever you
2: want to call them. Maybe, but then half that time, one of them was always injured. And really, you got to always remember that TV time is very important and precious to WWE. And like, Even when they weren't, like, on top, they would always go out of their way to do shit with them. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to just burn time on something that they're not really invested in. And not only did they burn time on them, they would give them, like, matches. And sometimes they would give them segments before the matches. And then they'd give them segments after the matches. And then they would take it a step further and, like, go on adventures and shit with them. And do outside segments. You know what I mean? Like, they're putting them on TV so much that they must like them. It's kind of like the Baron Corbin thing. Yeah, he was a heel that was getting X-Pac heat But they they must like him on The Office For him to even be on TV all the time, you know So like with the Raiders, I kind of feel like Whenever the two of them are around Like yeah, the stuff is kind of corny or hokey But you know what, I like a lot of it To be honest, like especially when it was with the Street Profits, Like I always enjoyed that stuff You know, like the, what are the Viking Profits? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did Like like that whole thing that, that must have been crazy to produce that shit Like all the things that happen and the effects and everything I liked it you know, so I kind of feel like they're just waiting, and they, they did just get back. They've been gone a really long time, man. Like they've yeah, been
3: yeah, gone. And yeah, Hanson had been out for oh, God
2: ever with that neck injury. You know, they, they like they've been gone so long that Seb was like, "Who are those guys?" Asked the chat room. He was like, "Who are those dudes?" Yeah. And at the time we were like, "Oh, that was from an era before this." Think of what, it's been an era. They were gone for a whole era. He went, "Who are they?"
3: <laughs> right. I don't know. It's just the fact is like when I see the volleyball and I see a
2: hundred percent. For
3: AJ and Olmos, and I was like, "See, that concerns me."
2: And another thing, when you have to consider Viking risk, I always say, and it's coincidence I'm bringing up Seb. Sometimes it's good to step out from like what you know about wrestling and see how someone who's not familiar with something in the product perceives it. Right when it first came out, I remember Seb was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" And I'm like, oh, I he was like, I already don't like them. But like two or three minutes into the match, it was just like. Never mind. I changed everything that I said about it. These guys are great. I love them. You know what I mean? Like completely changed because, like, they're just booked that well, man. You know what I mean? Like they just look so fucking good a hundred percent of the time that you only need like a few minutes with them to like really see and you'll know. It doesn't even matter if they try to book them stupid or not. You know, like they're some of the best talent in the world right now, and they're idiots if they do that. Also, like let's just say that this gets out of hand, then they're idiots because then they'll just go somewhere else it's like this isn't a team that's known this is an established fucking global tag team you know what i mean it's like if they're gonna treat this like if this is the fucking ascension then they're gonna be fucked really fast you know the power of that that doesn't work when you have guys that are that are like that you know what i mean you can't do that to like an aj styles or like viking raiders or or kyle o'reilly or fucking adam Cole. like guys that are just like renowned globally like there's just no way Worst case scenario, they'll stay where they are because any further they have choices, you know. Japan would snatch them up real fucking fast with no questions asked. Japan would take them back in a heartbeat, you know, like they're popular everywhere, they're super over. That would be like something like Vader, you know, or Lesnar when he was over there, or anyone like that. You know, it's just one of those prize things where it's like they would get well taken care of. To me, it's not like they did them like they did the good brothers, you know, where it's like, yeah, these guys just flopped they're not a threat they don't look like a threat they don't fight like a threat so you know but let's see because this is the first day back i think raw tomorrow is going to be one of the most interesting raws ever because there's just so many questions about how they're going to start to fill out the landscape so uh talking about this match a little bit omas is actually really good yeah he's gotten better. You know, no wonder they got rid of uh, Strowman and all the other big guys. They were like, you know what? This big guy's a better big guy. Like we want, we want to keep having really good big guys.
3: I take this big guys championships and run seriously, Strowman. <laughs> I had to do it. You tell me there was one championship run that fucker
2: I had you took seriously. I wait. <laughs> yeah, but the finish to this was Omos two handed power bomb on Eric. Gave that motherfucker the old Kali special, that fucking choke bomb. Mm-hmm. There were some interesting things that AJ Styles had uh, an Ali Upper Conrada with Omas That was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. I'll put that up on the screen. I think we got it here. Where are we? There we go.
3: I wondered what he was doing when he picked him up, and I was like, oh.
2: Yeah, that's very well done.
3: Fucking Omas is big ass press slam, fucking.
2: I'm not calling him by those fucking name Hanson. Like, and I'm
3: pretty sure that's the bigger of the two. Like, what?
2: Yeah, right. But yeah, he surprised me because I thought Omas, I was worried that he was going to be like a Kali. I mean, he can run, so he's already past that point. But that was my biggest fear. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I thought that his legs, because we hadn't seen too much of him. I thought we were going to be waiting like an hour for him to walk to the ring after a while and stuff. And it's just going to turn. You know how those big guys turn out a lot of the time? They're just they're just like little guys on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what what Kali. That's what Kali so was, right? It was like a little was a midget
3: with a big ass hand. That's what you tell. Yeah, it was a little guy on stilts. There were moments when his legs did not
2: look real. Yeah, so was... motherfucker's rocking the Modoc. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he's unworldly. <laughs> but yeah, AJ Styles was a good spot there. Uh, Eric also, I think, out of the two of them, Eric looks like he's definitely upped his game a lot, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of strong athleticism from him. Overall, what were your thoughts on the match? Oh, this match was
3: great. I loved it at one point when um, I think Oma's no it, it was I think it was uh, Eric or Ivar tag one or the other He's and, and uh-huh. they just started like linking shots together to get Omos off his big ass feet and, and like i would never seen them do stuff like that they almost seem to be like I've never seen them struggle like they struggled with him
2: yeah yeah definitely advantages to having a guy who moves like that you know that was one of the thing know?
3: I like about this match is I've never seen those two in all years I've been watching them I've never seen them struggle with somebody
2: yeah exactly and uh, yeah, it just looked really good. Everybody looks really solid in this match. I mean, Adrian's familiar with them. Let's not forget about that, you know? Yeah, it's they kind of like. wrestled in
3: ROH and Japan together.
2: Like, he knows these guys. Yeah, the offense with them is incredible. You see what I mean? Like, when you put people like this in the ring, they really know what they know. Omaz looks like he's amazed. Look, look back at this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that before. I have to go back. I have to fucking go back now. We got to get this Omaz up. Big. To look on his face like, what the fuck? Yo, Omaz is watching that shit like a fan. Look at. Well, <laughs>
3: Yeah, look, yeah, look at, at He look forgot at, where he was for like two seconds.
2: Look at Omas's face was going. Good selling on Omasa's part. Like, he's really feeling this here. Like, he's watching this happen. Watch his face. Like, he's blown away. Look at how fucking surprised... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he's into this shit, man. He's watching Deguido. <laughs> he looks like someone like we way of fat. Look at how he looks. <laughs> I can't fucking believe this. <laughs> he's... <laughs>
3: Those fucking pump knees from Eric look like they suck all kinds of ass.
2: Yeah, he's really good, man. He's come a long way. Definitely come a long way. love little Miles really liked that match, boy. Yeah,
3: I love the snap fucking uh, Viking experience. though.
2: Yes, yes. Absolutely. They hit it
3: with it and they made you almost think he's about to win. Like, oh, shit. And fucking a big ass throws, fucking roll into hands and just chokes him but just, Nye. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He-, he throws them all over the place, man. You know, he tosses Ivar, you know? How the hell is he doing that? It's big for no fucking reason. Like, holy shit. Look at this Ivar toss. We get this up on the screen. See, you now that's nuts. That is power right there, boy. Good for him. His Why legs didn't buckle off from underneath him, you know? <laughs> I, like I said, I was worried that he was going to be rocking stilts underneath there. Hopefully you peek off people caught that. But if not, we got gotcha. you. Yeah, right. And of course, the Viking Raiders with a lot of their signature stuff that looks fantastic, as always, like that springboard clothesline German suplex combo that they do. I don't know if it has a name.
3: They Half this shit doesn't have a name.
2: Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know what, like what I'm two talking of their
3: about. crazy ass big man moves have a names.
2: Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, this this little gimmick here. Brutal. Love it. Yeah, they do have some rotary stuff in them. This is right about that.
3: Like I think only like out of all their like fifty-two and three-quarter big band moves. I think the only two that have a name is a Viking experience is Fallout.
2: Mm. Also, um, and unfortunately, it's Ivar again. But it always looks good when it's Ivar. But Omas body slamming Ivar on top of the uh, on top of that. Bring that up for you guys. Poor Ivar. He's probably not used to being thrown around like that, right?
3: Who would be? shit?
2: Look at that. He gave him the Hogan slam. Yeah, yeah that's a rough, boy fuck his shit up so what's next for AJ and Omos and what's next for the Viking Raiders
3: Ugh, I have no idea actually I mean there's a lot of tag teams on Raw so I could see them maybe running it one more time maybe that's how they get the finals off of AJ and Omos but if not I'm not sure what's next for those two hmm.
7: Excuse me, AJ Omos, congratulations on retaining the Raw Tag Team Championships tonight at Money in the Bank. But I must ask, AJ, do you feel like you would still have these Raw titles over your shoulders if it wasn't for the incredible power and size of Omos by your side? Do you understand this question? Basically what she is saying, would I still be a tag team champion if Omos wasn't my tag team partner? Well, no, I would not because I wouldn't have a tag team partner. You you just sound really dumb when you ask a question like that. I don't, mean, I don't mean to offend you, but, I mean, aren't you, you know, associated with Raw and you're wearing green? Could you wear red?
4: She should be wearing red.
3: I'm back. <laughs> yeah.
7: Congratulations. There. It was a very impressive I guess impressive you got on red match. lipstick, I guess. It's re-
3: good, I guess. Anyway. I thought she still trying to get well, dark to you. you? It's that was good.
2: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good answer, though. I wouldn't have a tag team partner. All right, next we had uh, the WWE World Championship, Bobby Lashley defending against Kofi Kingston. 100% you went for Lashley. These were very easy polls. And Lashley killed him. Yes. I mean, like no he killed him
3: all fucking match.
2: He just fucked him up.
3: It was a longer,
2: more entertaining version of when Brock beat him. That's what everybody wanted, right? They wanted the longer version. Well, there it is. That's how I it looked.
5: Reality right now might be getting to set in if you're Kofi Kingston, good God.
2: Wait, let's go back to that one. That's the early reality stuff.
5: Reality right now might be getting to set in if you're Kofi Kingston, good God. You saw Bobby Lashley turn to the crowd and shush him. I don't care about your boos. I don't care about your cheers. It's just me and him now. Well, hey, this capacity crowd might be willing on Bobby Lashley unintentionally. Oh. Lashley have stored now. Look at this. This is just mean. This is just nasty. Oh, good
2: that guy. is nasty. Spun
5: him around with that shot. Head right into the ring post.
2: That sucks. Look at this.
5: First, Lashley just discarding <laughs> Kofi Kingston to the outside. And then continuing and then the, the thud. like Kingston was a bag of trash. bounced off the ring post and lastly now following his prey to the outside Ashley wants to punish Kingston more not even allowing the officials count to continue Uh, Uh, remember gentlemen we're just minutes
4: into this match
5: It's just started oh no not again not again not again
2: this is where he got that (laughs)
5: That
2: doesn't look good yo he fucked him up so much for Kofi Mania
3: (laughs) I, I like this better in the Brock thing one because they built this up for this kind of an ass whooping because it was like he talked about him becoming soft and then we saw how he basically reacted on Raw so it's like it kind of it culminates in this vicious ass whooping like he thought he got in his head and it wound up up having the exact opposite effect you just pissed him off worse
2: that that was definitely the opposite effect Completely destroying. They Lashley
3: him. gave out a very convincing ass whooping, which included like what five dominators,
2: and they were like Farouk's style of dominator. He dominated.
3: You know what I mean? to, he sent him to hell with those dominators.
2: Yeah, like they were the Farouk ones, man. That's the worst part of these. You know, that's the way Farouk used to do it. Remember, Lashley used to have a shitty dominator where he would side slam them. Yeah, they almost. they
3: gave him fucking Allison K.
2: AK forty seven for whatever reason. No, this is literally, that's the this is the Farouk version. This is like the it. real Dominator. Right? Yeah, because I remember I used to see his Dominator and be like, yo, I hate this guy's Dominator. Now he does the Farouk one, like, you're
3: dead. I hated his Dominator because I wasn't a Dominator.
2: Yeah, no, I'm really he, glad that he did that. You
3: hated his AK-47, that's what
2: you hated. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You're absolutely right. Now, I see what you're saying now, yeah. I wonder why they did that before. I guess I, we, I maybe know. they felt it was safer. And uh, he was
3: a very very safe finish. And you know what?
2: He wasn't done channeling Ron Simmons because he was hitting Farouk. He hit the Farouk inspired freaking Spine Buster. (laughs) Right. You know, and I know Farouk Spine Buster. He got more elevation than Farouk gets. People touch
3: the light on his Spine spine
2: Buster. Yeah, that one. That is one of my favorite style Spine Busters. You know? Like, I know people like The Rocks, but really The Rock kind of, when you compare it to like a Farouk, style spine buster like the rock kind of gently sets you down with both your legs you know what i mean like the one he does to set up the people's elbow like look at this this is like that's like a fuck you spine buster
3: <laughs> you know like i'm trying I to knew break it was, I, I knew it was gonna get bad at that moment because he usually hits that at like the end of the match yeah I've, and i was like yep he hit that early this is gonna get uncomfortable
2: it was gonna it was already uncomfortable you know it was already uncomfortable and he looks really good, though. All the, you know, I'm not gonna lie, Lashley is looking good. I mean, he just has to kick One thing I love that ass. he
3: did is when he had him in the hurt lock the first time, he turned him away from the ref, so the ref couldn't see him tap.
2: Yeah, very smart psychology from him. So, uh, I, I mean, Bobby Lashley, huh? What, what the hell happens now?
3: Fuck, the Xavier, you better hide, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, right.
3: Oh, wait, MVP,
7: almighty. almighty Bobby Lashley, congratulations on retaining the WWE Championship tonight at Money in the Bank, continuing your dominant title reign. Now, I have to ask, did Kofi Kingston saying that you lost your edge fuel the fire within you?
5: You know what? It's, it's not even about that, man. Just like I said last week, it's back to business. So back to business, I mean, I'm going to be ready to knock down whoever you tell me to knock down. Line them up, P. The chief hurt officer has spoken. He made very clear what our mission statement is. Normally, I would love to say so much, but everything that needs to be said was said out there tonight with Kofi's prone body, which might still be out there. Back to business. Let's go,
3: champ.
2: Good man. Good man. Well, yeah. Showed Kofi to thought, business.
3: I thought I almost started to say, mm, what's next for Lashley? God,
2: I heard a rumor. What's next for Lashley? Man, that's going to suck. Spoiler! It ain't Brock. I kept hearing you guys saying Goldberg all day. Why does everybody keep saying Goldberg tomorrow? Because that's what they're setting it's up for. Who? Who's the day? Why is everybody saying that? Seb said that shit too. You're saying these the jackasses are who keep bringing them back. But is there any confirmation that it would be Goldberg? I mean,
3: Lashley. I think I. I, I want to say there was something about a tweet that Lashley put out that he tended towards it, and that's been getting. I've been. I've seen that probably
2: six, seven, eight times a day. Bobby Lashley's been vocal about fighting Brock Lesnar his entire life, Yeah, and he's an MMA fighter that's actually been been winning MMA matches, and they have access to Brock Lesnar, and you get him Goldberg. (laughs) That's what they do. It's just, wait a minute, though.
3: Every time they could have given us something better, they give us Goldberg.
2: Do you know how many shoot interviews I've heard Bobby Lashley talk about how he wants to face Goldberg? None
3: which is every kind of reason they And we're to.
2: talking about like I'm talking like TNA Bobby Lashley and now this impossible Situation occurred where they decided he is The top guy and like you Actually could do that and you give Goldberg And it's like at the same time You could have also Just given Matt Riddle Goldberg He hates him <laughs> Matt Riddle hates Goldberg more than we do Let's see Matt Riddle doesn't have a title Shot that they can just hand
3: Goldberg That he doesn't have a fucking title shot Let's go come on Russell but a title is for people you, who you, work you, you, all the time. But, but come on, now. you you know Bill won't come back unless he gets a title shot he hasn't fucking
2: earned. But it's for people who it's work, the work time all the time. He doesn't work all the time. He works part time. Yeah, hey, whenever he works, he's wrestling for a world title that he hasn't earned. That's like the guy with the fifteen hours a week who wants medical. What The fuck are you doing? You, last
3: time we saw that, Last time we saw Bill, he had a title shot he didn't earn. <laughs> That's the only time they bring him back for.
2: That would be the worst. Oh my god, man. And that's exactly what they'll do.
3: Scrap in, kids.
2: I'm not I'm not buying it. I'll, I haven't looked at the dirt cheese, I only look at them on Mondays. But I'm not buying that shit. Because I don't believe that they would come back and on the first fucking Raw back, they'd bring in Goldberg.
3: Of course they will. Because they think he's still fucking over. That's why they brought him back the last 12 times that nobody asked for.
2: Well, let's hope that you are wrong.
3: Oh, God. I'd like to think I am. But I know I'm not.
2: Next up, we have the Raw Women's title match. Rhea Ripley defending her championship against Charlotte Flair. 57% of you say Charlotte Flair. 29% say Rhea Ripley. 14% say DQ. No contest. 57% congratulations. The queen is back on top. Finish being the figure eight.
3: uh, After kicking Rhea's leg in in between the steps and the post three times,
2: she puts her in the figure eight and she submits. She had her in a figure eight for, for felt like an eternity. She, I, I think I don't think anybody stayed in that long. She had her in the figure eight for what I would like to call like an anime length of fucking time. Oh my god! Because there was man, enough was
3: time. Slow by the
2: time she tapped. There was enough time for her to be in the figure eight and for me to be able to have like anime esque thoughts while she was in it. Like, oh no, she's really cinching in that figure eight. It doesn't look like she's going to be able to hold on much longer. She's really suffering. Hang in there, Rhea. Like it literally felt like <laughs> it was like this. it was like she she had her in that shit so long. And Rhea was going ah, <laughs> like she was trying like she wanted to bite her own hand not to not to fucking. I love what she does that too. Like she's trying to bite her own hand to stop herself from tapping. I wish she would. I wish they wouldn't have had her tap. I know there's not many solutions. I wish she would have done something like knock herself out some way.
3: Wait, so she yeah, kind of, she supposedly passes out. So then it's like there's still a range of like
2: salvation there. I guess. Somehow knock herself out. I haven't seen that in a long time. Like I remember, I forget who was. Was it? Was it The Rock who had mankind in the sharpshooter, and he gave himself his own mandible claw to yeah. put himself out. Yeah, so he wouldn't tap. Some shit like that. Like I would, uh, I would have done something where she literally knocked herself out or somehow hurt herself more than tapping. Like I'm surprised that she tapped.
3: I will say one thing before we even get into the match. A couple of things that I do like. First of all, Rhea came out of the tail endless looking a lot better because, I mean, she'd gotten past Charlotte in the past, at least this time. And two, I don't mind Charlotte winning now because we got a, a good-sized break from Charlotte being champion. So you got time to be like, man, it's been a while since Charlotte's been champion. That's Okay but it's like when they were rolling them one after the other that's when it became a problem. But now like you it's been what got a year, almost 2 since she's been champion. So it's like we got a good amount of time where there were no titles around Charlotte so when yeah. she gets this one back it was like oh shit, she got her championship back.
2: And yeah, Charlotte did take her <laughs> She did take her NXT title too. We don't talk too. about
3: that, right? She put, she she kept it warm for IO. We don't talk about that.
2: This match was very, very stiff. They, they just, the shit out of each other. like I told you guys in the chat room when you were saying, isn't this stiff? I said, maybe this was one of those situations where the two people decided, fuck it, we're just gonna fuck each other up. Like Shane and X-Pac, or Shane and Kurt Angle, or Shane and Kane, or Shane and Steve Blackman. <laughs> you know? It could just be one of those things where, like, the person just decided, hey, we're just gonna, we're just gonna kick each other's ass. Best way to make this look good, you know? can't believe it. fucking Stacey's trying to canonize that. You stop it right now. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, like they beat the shit out of each other in this match. So what happened with the light cutting out? And then all of a sudden so when the camera got... So they
3: were was, chant- the fans were chanting, we want Becky. And this fucking, I hate this company so much sometimes. They blurted it out because Charlotte gave the crowd the finger, ooh. But the screen went black. Yeah, they cut the feed. They cut the whole fucking feed as if a titty popped out
2: but when the screen came back on I saw her giving the middle finger
3: yeah because these I just didn't know, I know that it was I, hold it that long.
2: I just didn't know that it was connected to the lights going on so the physical lights yeah. in the arena aren't what went that, out that, like that an no, turned. so they killed the video feed because she yes. flipped the bird Yes. how do regular people handle censorship because I've never had to see a screen go blank before can't they just blur out the finger
3: or can't they just accept that we know what the fucking middle finger is, you children?
2: We're not in. Grade I'm school, a you know? bit shocked that they don't have better technology. They I'm had not. to, they had to kill the whole feed. Come on now, you remember the stone cold Skype? You know they don't. They had to kill the whole feed, dude. The whole fucking feed. Her finger is so much smaller than the Jackbox room code. Those idiots. I've never needed to kill a whole screen for a Jackbox room code that's on the screen and they needed to kill it for a tiny fucking finger. They couldn't block just a finger?
3: The Once again,
2: I'd like to th- I like to think better of them. I don't Good. I'm glad that we talked about this now because I'm going to segue a little bit away from the Charlotte match for a minute. We am going to talk Peacock for a minute because that Peacock... All I'm saying is I'm glad I saved my money. That Peacock shit has been a nightmare. Okay, I bought whatever the four months was the deal for four months. I think was nine ninety nine. It is a nightmare. It gets worse every time. The first time it was okay and it cut off like once. The last few pay per views, it the worst case was it would disconnect six, seven, or eight times a pay per view. But you could immediately back out and go back in and it would come right back on. So I don't really complain. I'm not like a stream or a graphic snob where like a little bit of an inconvenience will make me angry. Or call out the people in charge or whatever, like I see people doing like whatever. Off on, back to business. But after a while, it seems like it got really bad. And this last one, it cut completely out. I it wasn't just me, it was several people. You know, it cut out for Seb. He was on he was on call with me when it happened and his feed that he purchased cut out. Mine that I purchased over here cut out. And uh it just so happens that George helped us out. Uh, in the chat room in our community, our gilded, our our more intimate chat room, because at this point there's so many damn chat rooms, I've lost track. But our, our, I guess our more intimate gilded chat room, George recommended an, a good IPTV service, and uh, I've used IPTV before intermittently, just because honestly I don't really watch much TV aside from I guess when we need to cover live wrestling. But uh, we just decided yesterday while we were watching the Impact uh aversary we were just like, you know what uh Let's just like, let's just set this up. And a few of us did it in the chat and we all made accounts on this thing. It was about, depending on the plan you choose, there's various plans, but it was, it's about 12, $13 a month. And uh, it, it had a lot of stuff. It had like all the cable channels, East and West coast in perfect high definition. It had the real WWE network. Because overseas, the U.S. are the only ones who have that Peacock deal. Every other country, they still have the... Re- it had the real 24-7 streaming WWE network that still does exist. It had the full FC fight pass, along with like a section for all the pay-per-views. It had on-demand, all this other shit, stuff that I'll probably never use. But most importantly, it had it had the, the WWE stuff on there. And I didn't plan on getting it for that. The main reason we I got this service was because occasionally, like if the services I have go out, I want to be able to jump to another USA or TNT or whatever else I might need for something that we're covering. Just more like it was literally a backup. We talked about it in here as it being a backup. I had to use that fucking thing today as my main service. Thank God that we set up. Like I had to switch to this service, this non official service to want to be able to watch this pay-per-view despite me covering it despite me covering it and it came out way better the quality was better i was in closer sync because there's a delay with the peacock one i'll say this though congratulations peacock you just lost a fucking customer for good permanently two of them because same old mikey was on twitter and we came across each other's tweets, both in the same situation, and he shared a screenshot of him canceling the shit because you guys didn't keep it running. I recommend everyone, this shitty network with these edits and these sensors, they don't even know how to properly censor, go find yourself a good IPTV service. Set it up with whatever your platform, whether you're a Fire Stick user or a laptop, whatever you use, set yourself up something good pay them yeah am i paying $4.99 no but i'm not getting $4.99 service anymore the IPTV service is run by regular people you know what i mean it's more of an indie service and they're doing a better job than the fucking actual WWE it's inexcusable i'm sick and tired of paying them money for something i've been a WWE network subscriber since day one i'm sick and tired of paying for something that they didn't put effort into what they did is worse what they did is worse than when people complain about getting sold incomplete video games that get patched later on because what they did was they you had a complete thing you had a complete product with every single show in the planet all they re- consolidated they removed patches, and they, they, they yeah they took all the shit away and then sold it back to you without the stuff and now it's fucked up where it doesn't even work I told people from the get go don't fucking touch that thing I still have it and then as far as the censorship goes because people were like oh they're censoring i'm like dude they went back to our old shit and and erased it you think that they're gonna let you do new shit on here they're not gonna let you flip the bird or curse or have blood if they're going back to all the old stuff and, and 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 cleaning it up then obviously that means that just like on raw on usa and everything it's gonna be pg they're not gonna let you do anything so they came in and it's a major inconvenience and now i can't even use them to watch the fucking product i'm done I'll stick to the IPTV service because, you know what, at least with the very least with that, I can collectively tell all of the other services, including the cable company and everyone else, to go fuck themselves, have access to USA Network, UFC Raw, and everything else, you know, real talk, you know, find yourself a good service and, and stick to it, and I'll just, that'll be the one thing, and I most definitely... Most definitely kinda I've said a few times on here, I am most definitely done with the official WWE service in any capacity. This isn't just me talking, I'll have it later on. That shit is gone. I hit the button, it's cancelled. I, I, I wanted to see how much it would give me. And you know what? It would have expired August seventh, since I I believe I got it the day before WrestleMania. So it would have expired August seventh, which means I would have had to pay them again for SummerSlam. And honestly, I can't risk going on their piece of shit service and missing part of the matches. So I'd rather go on something more reliable run by professionals. So that's why I'm leaving there. It's not just because of malice of them screwing me over, but because I like to be able to watch the whole reason why I had the WWE network as as opposed to IPTV is the whole reason why I'm now going to IPTV instead of the WWE network. Because with IPTV, it was like, ah, I don't want this to lag or fuck up when I'm trying to cover or watch this. Now I'm going to IPTV because I'm looking at the WWE Network or Peacock going, ah, I don't want this to buffer or lag when I watch this. So now you guys can go fuck yourselves because I'm never giving you a dollar again. How dare you have that much money and lag? Like if you're a regular, like if you're an off-brand service. How dare they have that much money and do half the stupid shit they do? That shit is buffering and there's little blocking and shit coming up. I'm so used to seeing unofficial streams and shit that for a minute I was even, I was like, wait a minute. There's a fucking network. Which side note? I was using my using my regular
3: way of watching pay per view tonight. Had a couple of hiccups here and there, but nothing that a little
2: quick fix couldn't fix. Oh, dude, I did not see, and I'll tell you because I didn't even bother to go back to watch. Whatever happened between Rick Boggs and uh and Matt Riddle, anyone on Peacock didn't see it. Fell apart there, and it came well, back, it. and it and it came back somewhere in the middle of the Raw Women's title match. So um, this wasn't like a small fuck-up. Or was it the Raw Women's title match? It came back somewhere in the middle of the it, it, intros. It came
3: back, in the, it came back well, um, probably in the middle of the Money
2: in the Bank match. In the, in the intros. So, in the, because that happened
3: right. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I can I can guarantee I probably know where it happened. And it probably came back in the middle of
2: Nakamura's entrance, didn't it? somewhere around there and the only reason i know because i had already jumped server i left i left that i just turned the peacock off is because i still had seb in in the call and he was stuck on peacock and uh he was telling me when it, that it wasn't coming on yet and at some point when i was watching intros i remember saying oh it looks like it's starting to come back because it was doing that thing where it's like breaking up like almost if you've ever had satellite during bad weather and then the picture will freeze and you have like two frames of the picture frozen it was kind of doing that for like about 15 minutes no, I didn't miss that. Because again, I jumped over. I missed the Rick the Rick Box thing. That was literally it. And then by the time I jumped over, that that was ending and it was on to the next thing. So uh Yeah, I never thought that I would I would do that. And and again, this is a person for me it's not even about money as far as uh trying to be cheap, because I've said to you guys before on here, I have Netflix official Hulu uh prime video or uh, the up to this point WWE network. I feel like I'm missing one. Um, well, I said Hulu already. Hulu, Prime Video, Netflix, Peacock. Like I still feel like I'm missing one. I'm sure yeah, I no, am. Oh, that's not the network. I have a lot of them shits. Is the point? <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like I don't have no problem having no services, but it's like no. This is the first time ever that I'm like I'm I'm just cutting you loose, and it's not like all of us. We're all adults here. And we know we know how to get all this shit free. So for paying for your service because we're supporting the damn service, it's unbelievable. Go, that was a bad idea. And I was like, no, I'm not giving them more money for this shit. Like, no, nah, this was a terrible idea. It Was a terrible idea. Never felt so stupid.
3: See, this is what you, see, I, can't, I keep telling you, count them the fuck out. They can't even yeah. get a streaming service. A streaming service to act right.
2: Yeah, thank, thanks for that, George. And you know what it is, George? I've always used like a few times I've paid IPTV if I wanted to, but I've always found like the select, like like the select free ones that are out there that are not as stable. Like the thing he has looks like cable, you know, it's just like straight up cable, to be honest with you. It even had like record. It was just like, holy shit. There was even a function. I don't want to make this too much about this. But there was even a function where you could do picture and picture. But on top of that, there was like a function where you could do like picture and picture and picture and picture. And it literally was like four player split screen, like the way you would see Halo. <laughs> like and I, I had you could have like one thing going and then like you toggle with the D pad between the things. And whatever one you're highlighted on is the one that the audio comes out of. And then when you press that one, it will turn big. Like when it comes back from commercial break and then you could go back to making it small. Like, that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck them. Goodbye forever. I never want to see your asses again. You'll never get a dollar from me. <laughs> that's just the route that I'm going. Is a Like, that's the that's, that's my own personal preference. The rest of you guys want to get swindled by them, do it and have fun. But yeah, they're, they're so stupid. Getting back to the match. They're so stupid that they can't even fucking censor a middle finger without blacking the screen. You know? That seems to be the one feature that they have perfected on that shit is blacking the screen because they did it without the middle finger too you know what i mean that seems to be all they know how to do is black the screen it's like that comedy we saw those rdc guys where they talked about like they all have shitty quirks oh, i could see God. one second into the future <laughs> i could charge we, anything we i could that. charge a phone i could charge. I could char- <laughs> <sorry. Let's> <laughs> fucking ridiculous anyway royal women's title match flipping the bird was the main thing that happened in the beginning of this which i didn't realize was connected i just thought that the power went out and that charlotte thought now's my chance to tell the fans they can go fuck themselves and then she got nah. caught when they came back on it was like oh shit you got me <laughs> that's what i thought happened you saw me but no it was just that there that was black to screen um and then yeah Rhea fell off the apron on that Santon, um back there also um like I told you before when we were talking about the stiffness, Charlotte with that back elbow on Rhea's head.
3: She clocked her ass.
2: <laughs> and uh what it was it you were saying? Black out the screen. The screen what? It was effed up?
3: The, yeah, I guess. So.
2: It's, I, I mean, that's the saying It was to censor the finger. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Censor the finger. Right, blacking your whole thing i don't know I, either way it, it doesn't look good but yeah charlotte with that spinning back elbow to the back of rhea's head that riptide countered into like a tornado ddt we had the avalanche natural selection as a false finish um, that was like the closest not false finish i think i've seen in a long time i love when charlotte won it back that she holds it up to the hard camera she screams yes it's mine <laughs> <laughs> I love that at one point I can't remember what happened, but Charlotte, like I
3: think, didn't she? I think she hit like a moonsault or something, Did she like it looked like she shoot started crying for a second because she was uh, just
2: mad because fucking Rio wouldn't go away. Was it when she hit her moonsault to the outside? It might have been. Yeah, I'm not I, sure, but I will look. I just Let's know see.
3: there was a moment where she screamed and you could hear her like the, you could hear her emotion muffling it.
2: But, well, yeah, this like, was they, the oh my. Well, this was the moon to the outside here. I don't think this is going to have audio, though. This is just a highlight. Still a good moonsault. But I think I have the clip you're talking about with the screaming. But yeah, there is the moonsault to the outside, folks. She did a suck it. Yeah, somebody said that she did a suck it.
3: Yeah, she did it right before the finger, but they didn't They didn't black the screen for that. I guess because it was away from a hard camera or whatever. Here's a little so, tip WWE. Learn how to work your service before you black the screen, all right? How about you don't touch the fucking screen?
2: Don't touch the fucking screen. Write it you down. back
3: man. the fucking screen when you bring back Bill Will. He, you? stupid
2: bitches. Oh boy. Anyways, overall thoughts on this brutal, stiff ass match? This
3: match. On the night. Awesome. Awesome.
2: Oops, sorry about that. Go ahead.
3: Oh no, no. This match was fucking great.
2: Yeah, th- th- this was the this is part of the screaming. I think you heard. Now that I actually think about it. this was when she after she did the senton here.
5: On the nightmare. That no! one okay. connected.
2: Oh, that was Rio. Oh, are you talking Challenge. about Charlotte? Channeling, Channeling all Charlotte. of that
5: energy, <laughs> all that ferocity.
2: Gotcha. No, I didn't catch it there then. But yeah, I did like the brutality. Lots of stiffness here, man. I guess, like I said, they yeah, just they, agreed to work stiff. If, if you let you know? these two just swing, they put I on play. incredible no. matches. Yeah. No, this was this was good. I I don't want the feud to end now, even though I like Charlotte oh, right. as a Right. Like, let him go. <laughs> Look at that nice snapmare on her. Then runs, hits the ropes, comes in, basement dropkick. See
3: what I like about this match
2: is this match capitalized
3: on what Rhea's good at. That's just beating the shit out of people. Yeah, she does give she's a, a convincing ass, ass whipping. Who likes knocking people out?
2: Yeah. was
5: able to block the knees of Ripley quite well with yeah. back kick. Nice Ooh, Northern
3: Lights there.
2: there. Oh, out just in time. Yeah, really good.
3: Yeah, I do like it she's added that Northern Lights Suplex to her, because I don't remember her doing that before.
2: No, neither do I. Fucking like Alicia Fox gonna be using anytime soon, right?
3: Uh-huh. Right.
2: And when she had, like, imitation Nelly music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so mad.
3: You remember that? That's what I remember you said that.
2: Yo, if you go back and look, that that was originally Maria Kanellis' music, I believe.
3: Didn't they rotate, like, songs between, like, five or six different girls when they didn't know what to the fucking do? Yep. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure there's a song out there that like almost every girl on the roster has had at one point or the other.
2: That's what they do. Rhea Ripley did a good job when she deadlifted Charlotte also.
3: That was crazy. Because they even said on commentary, and feel like it was a shoot, you're not supposed to be able to deadlift somebody from that angle.
2: No, you're really not.
3: That girl is, that girl is strong to only be 24 years old.
2: Yeah, look at this.
3: Good lord.
2: Yeah, good job with her.
3: That is frightening.
2: Yeah, hell yeah it is this was probably match of the night i guess i would have to say that's kind oh, of crazy easily. to say there's two money in the bank matches in the match of the night But well, you know the guys match was fucking violent too
3: yeah the guys money in the bank was definitely better than the girls this year yeah but when it comes to like total package this was match of the night
2: yeah like absolutely. it had the
3: emotion there it had the tension it was one of those matches where it's like even if you're not a fan of charlotte by the time this match was over you were happy for everybody
2: yeah, I'm right there with you. So you think that they're gonna continue this
3: feud, though? I want them to. They need to. After a match like that, they yeah, fucking let, let them keep going. Yeah,
2: I wouldn't mind seeing where this goes next. You know,
3: one of the few things that I think Rhea still kind of needs is like a clean, straight up win over Charlotte. Because I mean, she's gotten victories over in this feud, which definitely helped her out and made loss not hurt her as bad as in NXT. But if she can get that on her, if she can get that under her belt, she's set for the rest of her career, pretty much.
2: If she could get that win back, I'm right there with you.
3: Because it wouldn't be, it would not be a bad idea for those two to possibly trade that title back for a little bit.
7: Charlotte Flair, congratulations. The new Raw Women's Champion and 14 time WWE Women's Champion. Do you feel like Rhea Ripley has uh, finally gotten the point? I think uh,
1: she definitely got the point tonight, but I also got the point that she's a student of the game, literally. And she's not that far behind, and um, I just got the upper hand at the end. Not the dirtiest player for a reason, so.
4: What
7: was it like to become the Raw Women's Champion tonight here with this crowd here at Fort Worth?
1: I won this title for the first time, WrestleMania 32. And to have it back with the crowd back um, feels pretty surreal. And you never realize what you have until it's gone. And um, tonight was amazing, couldn't have gone any better.
7: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it looks like she got her ass kicked. Right, she looked like she been through some shit. I wouldn't have needed to see the fight on All About Wrestling to know that that person just fought.
3: Right. <laughs> uh, yo, can you hurry this fucking interview up so I can lay down? Like,
2: Yeah, that is rough. I just
3: went through a war with this fucking psychotic Aussie. Like, what the fuck?
2: Oh, boy. That brings us to the Money in the Bank ladder match, right? Yes, the cold main event. King Nakamura against John Morrison, against Kevin Owens, against Seth Rollins, against Drew McIntyre, against Ricochet, against Big E, against Matt Riddle, 50% of you saw Nakamura taking this. 16% saw Owens. Another 16% saw Rollins. 10% of you saw Big E. 8% of you saw Riddle. Finish being Big E with the 10% of the community.
3: Yep. After a
2: big ending off of a ladder, Big E captures Money in the Bank. I 100 did not see anything like this coming in any capacity.
3: Right. I didn't expect Big E to get it. I know that they've been. I felt like they've been kind of revving him up for something, but I did not expect him to get Money in the Bank.
2: Yeah, I didn't either. Like I, I it was a cool moment. I love the way the way that moment. Oh, it, out. it was a
3: welcome surprise.
2: Yeah, definitely happy about it. And uh, the match itself was very, very violent. I mean, there was all kinds of So They opened with like a big dive party. Um Biggie did that scary-ass dive through the middle rope that I hate. Looked like it finally hurt him. Thankfully, it did not. Um, Nakamura hit Owens with that exploder on the ladder. Owens hitting the springboard moonsault off of the ladder. I believe Morrison, what was that? They hit like a corkscrew plancha off of the ladder, I think. Yeah. Um, Drew and Ricochet did like a poison Drew and Ricochet, that sequence was one of my favorite ones. Because oh, Drew was... Drew Drew basically uh Ricochet goes for a poison Rana and that gets reversed into a poison Alabama slam on the ladder. So I thought that was very solid as well. Uh yeah, overall really incredible stuff here. I'll go through some of the highlights here. You had uh, oh
3: yeah, this match went wild
2: you had Morrison who elevated the ladder into Nakamura here. I'm going to bring that up for you guys. I think to go fast I'll add all of the links when we get out of here. But this one here, I thought this was very solid. That's the corkscrew planche I believe I was telling you guys about. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. everything
3: everything looked like it sucked in this match. Fucking poor Owens. I don't know. I swear they try to kill him every ladder match.
2: It seems that way, right?
3: Like every, yeah, I know he's durable, but damn
2: ricochet too this is a spot here where ricochet recalls back first off of a ladder if i get that up on the screen i don't know if there's audio to that. Hey, look at that one morrison slams him into that shit there it was morrison and uh rollins
3: look, and owens took probably the, one of the worst bumps of the whole night when he got powerbomb through that ladder on the outside
2: yeah, don't worry that's coming up that one has sound though that's why we're going through these first oh,
3: my hey. oh okay <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll share that one. I said I wasn't going to, but you know what? I'm just getting them out of the way now because I, I know I'll forget. So sharing <laughs> them on our social media while we're here. Sharing them on the media. Um, And yeah, the one that I told you guys about also, I have the highlight here, the Poison Rana. I didn't realize I had the highlight, but the Poison Rana reversing into the Alabama.
3: Like, right, I love how he started to do it in the regular turnbuckle, and then he walked him all the way to the other side of the ring where the
2: ladder was. Yeah, very oh, solid sucks. pay-per-view. Get that in the chat room for you guys. Ricochet with that springboard off of the ladder was another crazy Basically wild spot.
3: Springboard a springboard
2: Mm-hmm. Let's get that up here. Another cool highlight.
3: Which I've seen him do that particular spot before, but every time I see it, it's a different move. Like His first match in NXT in that North American Championship
2: ladder match, he did a moonsault from that same spot. Yeah, you know, he always gets his ups. He's gotten a lot better in WWE, too, you know?
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: Much more balanced ricochet, well-rounded ricochet. Definitely noticed. Uh, What else? Matt Riddle had a bit of an RKO party that ends with a catch RKO. Good for him, huh? Now he's breaking out the catch RKO.
3: He got a couple of them, actually.
2: Yeah, that one's one's definitely a higher technique RKO, right? You got to have everything perfect with that one. Yeah, look at that. Matt Riddle has learned catch RKO. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you stupid! <laughs> oh man! And then there's what Destin was talking about. Where I thought they killed Kevin Owens. It looked like murder in a bottle. Honestly, he was like, "What the fuck?"
3: I had instant Ambrose flashbacks.
5: the moment oh, it's gonna be hot, oh it's hot for her doesn't matter how just get there kevin he's almost there on one good leg they well, got, got oh. hand on the briefcase and rollins going right after the bat knee such a wise decision by seth rollins oh no oh no oh. Oh. Oh.
3: that sucks
5: oh no
4: oh no the car!
3: Oh, the car! Oh, the car! Wow, brutal! And, like when you see, him like grabbing his head and kicking his feet. I was like, "Oh yeah, he is fucked up."
2: Do we do we get any reports? Does anybody shoot fucked up?
3: No, uh, we haven't heard anything yet, man. But then again, no one fucking Owens' indestructible ass. He probably gonna show up on Friday. Like, any shit happen? <laughs> But you laugh, because you know I'm dead ass serious. He fucking, motherfucker, fucking get driven through six, seven liars and three tables. Show up the next SmackDown like ain't nothing happened. Might have a slight limp at best.
2: That is brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And, uh, yeah, that is like a really crazy situation. We have... Another thing as well is, uh, gender gained some fans tonight. Yeah, you, uh, that's right. The Indian 3MB. I forgot there was, a, there was an appearance from the Indium 3MB. How did I forget about that, right?
3: Right. It saved us from the worst possible
2: outcome. Because well, Stasis is the one who made it scary, you know? Oh, are you, are you saying <laughs> that shit? Oh, I don't know. He wasn't in the chat. Well, you weren't in the chat? No, I wasn't in the chat. That's right. That's right. You weren't in the chat today. Because, like, so, like, how do I explain essentially what happened? She was saying that, like, they were going to give Drew the moment that he never got at WrestleMania. And it freaked everybody out because we were like, oh, my God, like, he's going to win the fucking money in the bank. And then he's going to cash in on Roman so that it'll end with him in the ring with the fucking sword and the title. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they were like, oh, God. So, like, never have a group of people been more fucking happy to see the mall. <laughs> <laughs> when he came out, we was we popped for I don't gender. you'd know when he did his interview early, the crowd was booing him. Drew, yeah,
3: they yeah, don't it like
2: it. It was about time that they turn on him. But yo, we popped for Jinder. I was so relieved because the more the more she said it, the more it made sense. It was like, yeah, he didn't get his fucking moment in the WrestleMania properly. Now the crowd's back, and the whole storyline was about him winning. Oh my god, this fucking guy's gonna win the money in the bank, and then he's gonna cash in on Roman. I remember I was telling these guys, I was like, yo, I hope I don't punch my monitor. Like I said that in the chat (laughs) (laughs) room. I was like, I hope I don't fucking punch my monitor because I felt like it was already going to (laughs) happen. So I'm glad you reminded me that the three in the Indian, three D was what we started calling them. I'm glad that three ND came out and saved our ass from that.
3: I'm telling you, man, fucking gender earned some fans
2: tonight. Yeah, beer and shanky show up, then gender beats
3: him to death with a chair, and then bye, bye, true. Yeah, think, but, if he was just texting him back on time
2: he might have won money in the bank
3: because that's how this whole feud started
2: yeah well what well, what do you think as far as uh, what what's next for Drew not that the fans hate him and he has no title I don't know he can feud with gender
3: <laughs> can't get another world title shot so at this point I can give a shit if
2: <laughs> he could feud with gender Drew, he, you, you might have you, you might be right you might have already figured it out man he, he's gonna feud with gender I mean, unless unless they'd
3: send one of them down to NXT like they've been doing lately, there's no other other option for it.
2: Can he go to SmackDown? Not until the draft or the shakeup. That's what we were going to talk about. Stacey's mentioned that before. In the case like Nikki Cross, she's not allowed anymore to just go to the other shelf she wanted to to not face Charlotte, right?
3: I don't think she is. Not. I think at least what i've noticed is since they split the brands and have only one case whatever show you're on when you win it you're locked for that one
2: that's what i thought so we
3: haven't seen anybody try to cash in on the opposite show
2: yeah you're absolutely right that's what i figured i was like wait a minute i don't think that uh that was like that for a small period of time but it's not it wasn't supposed to be like that yeah you, you were know?
3: supposed to be able to cash in on either champion
2: yeah well I guess she's stuck unless they when is that superstar shake-up coming
3: I haven't heard an exact date, but I know it's not terribly far away.
2: Well, maybe it could happen then. Assuming they do it, they shouldn't even have a brand split. You know, a brand split is nothing but limiting to them. I you know? Well, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. One second here. Just getting our stuff sorted. A you know,
3: brand split and a shitty Peacock Network. <laughs> it's going to cut out before every pick. Watch. And the pick for bra-
2: They'll brand split Peacock. You know, they will brand split Peacock.
3: They can put Peacock on
2: 205 Live. They don't watch that shit. All right, anyway. Oh, I think are we done covering this match? Yeah, that was pretty much it. All right, fantastic. Also, they put up something of Big E. When we were talking about him being the money in the bank guy. Let me see what this is.
7: Biggie, wow, the journey, everything you went through to get to this point. And a couple weeks ago when I spoke with you, you told me you were going to become one with the ladder. It all paid off today. When you look at this Money in the Bank contract, what does it signify?
8: It signifies for me, uh, it's just been a lot of years of, of working and trying to be in this position to be at the very top. And feeling like, you know, we've we've been crowned the best tag team of all time, but like that's how they see me. That's my position in this company, and that's it. But for me to show that I can run with the ball, that means everything. And I'll say it till till I'm on my deathbed. I don't get here without Coffin Woods. I don't get here without the New Day. Uh, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful. But uh, the work just starts here. The work. Work just starts here, man. You, there's no resting on my laurels. There's no thinking I made it.
2: Never this But
8: I'm not a world champion yet. And that's. You put that on my resume, you can never take that away from me. You can never take away world champion from me. Put that on my epitaph. When we actually. We're going to. Uh, we have three uh, grave plots. We're going to. I don't know if you know about this, but if you listen to the podcast, we're going to. All of us are going to be buried in one hole. All, all three members of New Day. Um, so, oh, yeah, I just want.
0: Walk-
6: speaking. Speaking oh of the rainbots, yeah, yeah, you ain't dead yet.
0: You got a little more to do. You got a little, just yeah. a little bit further to go. Yeah.
8: Kofi's alive. You gotta be kidding me, man. Are you kidding me? Hey, these these are you kidding me? These were the first people I saw walking through <laughs> that curtain. And like this, I'm telling you, this, this brotherhood is real. Like this there are times being frustrated with this business where I, you know, not wanting to sometimes show up to work, being frustrated because this. This is what my position is and I can't get to that next level. And these two not only carried me to success in the ring, but these two have my back. You talk about life, they give me, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I couldn't do this without them. I would never want to do it without them. So uh, I'm thankful. But like I said, this is, this is just the beginning. So this is not an I made it moment. This is not a uh, rest on my laurels moment. This is a, I'm, a, I'm coming for you moment. This is y'all have a target on your back mm-hmm. and, and becoming a world champion. I'm not stopping there either. I'm not stopping. Like, I'm not stopping. This is this is a great first step, man. This is this is a night I won't forget.
0: It's game time
5: now. Yeah. It's game time. Cause with this, there's only one outcome. One, he becomes champion. That's the goal, and he's about, he's gonna do it. We've been saying it for how long? And now look, with the briefcase, this is all becoming real life. You know? And we can't be, we can't. we we're, we're so incredibly proud of you. There's just, there's a lot going on, but so proud. We yeah, love you, man. appreciate you,
8: man. Love you too, bro. bro take, take it in, man. You know? Come on, man. I'm, 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 I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it on,
5: get the I'm get I'm the on the I'm hug, too. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hey.
8: no, no one is more deserving of this moment than you. And I know you want to look ahead and say, this is a, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I'm not going to rest on my lords, but this is a big deal, dude. This is a big deal. There's a handful of people in this industry that get to be Mr. Money in the Bank. And that is you, bro. Mr. Money in the Bank, bro. Okay. Did you say that? Say I haven't it. I am Mr. Money in the Bank.
6: Uh, uh, I,
8: I am uh, Mr. Money in the Bank. I Said I am Mr. Money in the Bank. There we go. Uh, Let's go.
2: Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, they said hey, they're funny. gonna be I earned it though. You guys said they're gonna be buried together? That's some deep shit. I've never heard something so like that in a, a
3: promo. Podcast. Holy shit.
2: Listen, I've been watching wrestling for, I don't even know, the better of 30 years. And 30 plus years, I've never heard some shit like that before. The fuck? Kudos to them. Incredible. And now I'm not, I remember I was a day oneer. I had a co-host at the time who fucking doubted and hated it. When Back when they were doing the video packages, where they were doing like the dance on stage and everything. And I remember right then, I was like, this is completely golden. Oh, they're going to be great. I was like, watch. I still think my, my best prediction ever was when I saw first saw the opening video with those guys, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, like, there's gonna be 100% fucking perfect, and it was, so, good. Yeah. Never fucking doubted it for a minute, like with any of them. Same thing when it comes to Big E, ironically, same thing when it comes to Big E, as far as, uh, I told you guys before, in FCW, I was a huge Big E fan, he was one of my reasons for tuning in from the, from the very beginning, so I'm happy as fuck with this. Yeah, the five, man. I was there for every five. Oh, my God. I was there for every fucking five every week, man.
3: It was so funny watching his 24 and hearing how funny it was talking about the five count.
2: You know, it's funny that I haven't watched his 24 and I never heard him talk about the five.
3: Yeah. I, um, if you can find somewhere where they show it, I recommend it. It's actually pretty <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, I still have so, my see subscription. How I, yeah, I if that word that right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, my, my subscription is not over yet but yeah sure yeah because it's kind of
3: funny like you would think you kind of figure that some of the stuff they talk about nah some of the they actually go quite a different direction than i thought than i thought that they go
2: yeah interesting that's cool yeah because i really i i marked out he i legit marked out when i first saw him come on hit somebody with that it was like holy shit this guy's like a black king kong bundy he comes up wearing a fucking singlet and he's mean right. and he fucks you up and counts to five that's like king kong bundy that's what he used to do you know because i haven't seen this shit in forever like this is even worse (laughs) he just seems he seems terrible when he does it you know he's really destroying you well yeah man i'm really happy for him very cool main event time folks the wwe universal title match i can't believe how long this show is. is it because fans are back for the first time what is going on here yeah, we're now going to do the longest post show in history, which is good because we get to, um, I guess, break the record of this fucking idiots when she did the old girl, the old girl post show. <laughs> see, see now
3: <laughs> I still got PTSD from that shit, first of all. But um, first you know, of all, what this we... was fun. So yeah, know, we'd talk about the history of ladders all night.
2: And we did change the subject but we got back on the subject you know but like i said i've been wanting to You're the
3: fucking shit back
2: i didn't think that we'd ever get to break that record even though i don't think that episode's up on demand anymore i don't think we're ever gonna break that record but i was sitting here you know, and i was thinking I did, to myself I, I, I tried to look for it one day just to reminisce on how shitty it was it's not it's not I already had it. Good. I don't want any of that old shit. Anyone who's not you, me and you on here at this point, like I'm not fucking interested in seeing those episodes. Like I, I said, was I sad
3: even... to see some of the old Halloween episodes go because I wanted to listen to at least a story of you know?
2: Yeah, but it's not like they're gone. I'm going to go back in and I'm going to clip our stuff out of that and bring it into the new generation, you know, as callback stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't want any of this stuff before. I don't consider a lot of that shit canon. Like, we didn't really update. Like, the show hadn't really gotten to evolve... Um into like all the stuff that I have now and having people that are stupid like that on here that really wasn't fucking helping like the asshole went on for three and a half hours for everyone I'll talk about the pay-per-view
3: wait 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 it was just for the record both of us will be here on Monday (laughs) because that's my favorite part of that story she got so pissy because she got ass chewed she didn't even show up the next night the bitch Kylie Raid us
2: I heard her and I don't want to get too, too into into Politics, backstage politics, because a lot, a lot of people who don't even know what we're talking about. But I heard a rumor that uh, uh that a person said something along the lines of that they had like a goal or something. I'm paraphrasing, but they had a goal that they were planning on reaching, but they weren't ready to share with the rest of the world yet. And I figured out that it must be losing weight because they never shared it and it hasn't happened. So what you're
3: saying is she still has a bad <laughs>
2: <shirt. laughs> How do we end up talking about this?
3: Yeah. <laughs> that is still the greatest fucking thing you ever showed me. You fucking beetle shirt you thought I said the fatties.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I saw, an. I, I saw, a, um. I'm going to be careful with this, but I saw an offspring picture the other day and I was so tempted to meme in and put him going to tell my kids this was shroud. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh,
4: God. <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god!
3: Yo, if there's a tenth ring, if there isn't a tenth ring in hell, they're gonna build one for us just for that shit. I'm oh, my my telling
4: my kids this shroud. yeah <laughs>
3: oh god we're never no, gonna decided, get out of here holy shit
2: i decided that the, for the rest of the year i don't give a shit about heat just because i'm getting it whenever i say regular things people give me heat now so i'm like you know Dude, what? i even...
3: have been begging for heat at this point like y- y'all fuckers bore me like come, come on give me something damn it rick can't have all the fun all right i'm here too
2: I just stopped pulling punches I think that was what Seb and I were doing today It was kind of like You know what We seem to just get heat We're not even Retorn on anybody We're just playing fantasy Star shit And everyone has not been. It was like You know what It's kind of like Pull punches Let's talk about Exactly how we feel And if it happens again, get heat And so be it But yeah I'm gonna tell my kids That shroud either way <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> You hate shit You hate shit <laughs>
2: I can't even fucking believe it. I don't know what made me think. it. went a long way for a joke, don't you think? Oh. That's because one time I saw a picture and I thought it was Shroud. That's, what, that's actually how it came. I was like, oh shit, Shroud. Oh, wait, oh, no. My
3: God. Oh, I can't breathe. Holy
2: shit. All right. Finally, WWE Universal title match. Oh. <laughs> Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defending against Edge. 71% of the community went with Roman Reigns. 29 percent went with edge finishes rollins of all fucking people distracting edge we are probably getting that feud they've been teasing and thanks to that oh, yeah, roman wins that. so i think he he fucked up man you ruined this guy he made him pay for it though like he threw him all oh he introduced him to every single part of the barricade yo he fucking...
3: one of the coolest things i saw in this batch was they did the spot that they've done with roman a few times where he goes with the spears of the barricade and he misses. I love that Edge came around and speared him through the one part that was still standing.
2: God, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I think I have that. I actually have that clip here. Let me see if I could, because uh, I feel like I saw it when I pulled it. You're talking about Roman crashed and burned, right?
3: Yeah, Roman crashed and burned, and then fucking <laughs> Edge him immediately paid for it. He was like, this is how you do it. Boom.
2: Let's see here. I don't know if I have the Edge part. I don't know if that was that was included in the clip, but I do remember seeing Roman losing his life he he had a he had a yo you good spot <laughs> right, you good That's no we just, watch this no it's just the roman bump but yeah this was
3: yo you good like it's so funny because there was a part that was still standing up edge coming around from the other side and just spears him straight through that part. Spear.
2: it is for you guys on social media man the amount of links that we share on this thing
3: I remember that at one point um Edge actually wanted to pull it out the old Edge O Matic. What move is that again? It's um where he he slips up behind you and basically drops you on the back of your head and then hooks you in a pin. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah, that's the that, that was his uh that was his name early on in his career. They'll call it that every now and then. I think the last time they did it was they, was when he and Orton had that match at Backlash. I've been seeing that shit
2: since he was in the fucking brood. Wow. Yeah, I never knew it Yeah,
3: when, when he broke off on his own, they named it the Edge-O-Matic. And then his DDT was the Education. That sharpshooter he does, the Educator.
2: I remember the Education, but I don't remember the, remember the other thing. E-
3: even, even for years in the games, they called that the Edgeomatic.
2: Wow. Yeah, I guess I never knew somehow. Uh, what else did we? Do? Also, the Usos were out there, of course, and then the Mysterios, who have now lost their titles, came to a. To save the day. I, have that I love here.
3: how they slow walk down, but like right before the camera snapped back, you saw the Mysterios come out. Yeah, they gotta
2: get their titles back.
3: That's my title.
2: I love the way they pull them in, right? Oh Looks like they got yanked away by an entity. <laughs> uh I shit out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brutal shit. Overall, what were your thoughts on this match?
3: It was great. I mean, it had all the emotion and tension into it. There were several points where I thought Edge had it. Mm-hmm. I love that um, when all that stuff was going on before the Uzos came out, he got
2: him in the spot again. Yeah, yeah, that's that spot. To be, that that's quite a spot to get caught in, you know. Like it just it doesn't look fun at all. Yeah, there's too many parts of a chair that Edge can use to fuck you up
3: that's what's scary like it, it was bad enough when he could just use just two chairs now he doesn't have to use the whole fucking chair
2: Mhm. yeah crazy stuff but yeah i love the love the way because that's the spot right there look you were just talking about that spot yep that's the i never how did i never notice we're called the dramatic and i always see that spot it's been years since
3: they called it that i'm gonna bring
2: that way. back again a little bit yeah
3: that's our old school edge move
2: yeah, I remember that's it. I just never would that's call why, that. That's such a
3: reactional commentary.
2: I like the way he set it up to dodging the punch. Almost a major
5: miracle tonight.
2: Very cool. Matrix calls the shot
6: And then he bobs the big right
5: Flips that thing around Critical moment The champ is down Edge is trying to rally Edge with those wide eyes in Fort Worth. And he's starting to realize, Pat, this is his opportunity. This is his moment. This is his chance. The champ's in trouble. Edge is back to his feet. Edge trying to build momentum. Rage is down.
2: Good old Reigns. Yeah, this was cool. I did like the fact that it was a very grounded match, but it was still convincing with the with the offense, you know? Oh, yeah. They did like a really excellent job. But unfortunately, Edge loses thanks to freaking interference and bullshit and nonsense, kind of like we expected.
3: Yeah. I, but, like I do uh, kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> after Rollins calls on the match, Rollins basically gets up to Roman's face, pretty much insinuating, hey, I'm next. And then Edge comes back at him. Yeah, right. And then they just fight off because they had one last surprise for us.
2: Mm-hmm. They did have one last surprise for us. Let me see if I could set this up <laughs> properly for you guys, because... There is one person who showed up.
5: And his name is John Cena. (laughs)
3: Like the way he showed it after a while, he's genuinely excited
2: to be back. What was that?
3: I always love that, like when you you don't see him for a while and he comes back. First of all, he always high fives that cameraman. Second of all, he's always genuinely excited to be back.
2: Yes, very cool. Like,
3: like he he turns into a fan all over again.
2: Yeah, that is cool. Very good return. Like
3: fucking Roman did it again.
2: Back to crowds, back to John Cena. And he doesn't really the dress Roman, right? He just gets in the ring and just poses on the turnbuckle. Yeah.
3: Hits someone that you can't see me at best, but yeah.
2: Yeah, you can't hear but him. Uh, yeah, um, Roman,
3: right, right when he came out, fucking Roman did it
2: again. Yeah, which we don't have the shot, but Roman, Roman did do. He literally did what he did to uh to freaking Edge, you know, where it's like everybody's yeah, popping and everything, and he had that fishing. look in his face like, fuck this, you yeah, know? <laughs> that motherfucker saw Endgame and Roman saw Space Chain and then that was it folks it ended with the two of them in the ring leaving you on a cliffhanger and then afterwards uh, Cena addressed the live crowd
0: so weird because I'm used to you guys telling me how much I suck man this feels pretty good I see this dude's sign over here. It says, if Cena shows up, we cheer. Is this like Bizarro World? What's going on? (laughs) Tonight, I just wanted to come out here and let Roman Reigns know that I was back, and I certainly wanted to come out here to let all of you know that I'm back. And I promise you, this is not a one night only, but what's special to me is that this is the first night. As always, I want to thank all the WWE superstars for putting their lives and their bodies on the line to entertain all of you, but most importantly, I miss you guys. I really, really missed you guys. So as much as I'm thankful and grateful for them, man, I love you guys and I really, really missed you and thank you so much for being here tonight and making this moment special to me and special to everybody in here. Thank you so much. Have one hell of a night.
2: That's pretty cool. Like I said, at heart, he's still a fan. okay? we almost
4: lose, dude?
2: What happened? Did he fall? Did the camera almost fall there? You okay? Did we almost
4: lose, dude?
2: Oh, you see him backed into him. Did he just throw? What did he just throw? He just threw it. What
4: oh, um. did <laughs> <laughs> you think he threw? Oh, he hit the- Oh, no. <laughs> okay.
2: And out, Chris. never catch me in X-Men sweater. You may wear mine because I threw him to the crowd. Very cool. Very, very cool.
3: It has been announced Cena opens Raw tomorrow night, I believe.
2: Yes, sir. It has been announced.
3: It's kind of crazy to think when he has this match with Roman, it will be the first time John Cena has wrestled in two years Mm mm-hmm he has not competed since wrestlemania 36
2: that's definitely going to be an interesting one and uh, yeah cena was actually the one that broke the news himself
3: you can't see me
0: you can see me Money in the Bank shocked the world with so many surprises. So many of the WWE Universe have a litany of questions. Who, what, when, where, why, amongst others. Well, I'm not going to make you wait for answers. I am kicking off Monday Night Raw to tell you my motivation. And you're not going to want to miss it. Oh, by the way, if you're in the Dallas area, get your butt to Monday Night Raw to see it live.
2: So there you go. Good to have you back, sir. Very good. I'm glad we got that after ring because I kind of felt like even though it was cool that they ended like that, I did want to hear a promo, so I'm glad they gave us that in-ring promo. Because you know he will.
3: Yeah,
2: and then uh, they even gave us a little extra with that going on there. Now, he just has
3: the hope that they don't celebrate his birthday again because you know what they're going to do, right? I don't know. What are they going to
2: do? They're going to
3: make Khali sing happy birthday again.
2: Don't even. (laughs) Don't even.
3: (laughs) They trolled the shit out of him so bad with that.
2: I feel, I feel like WWE is back in a lot of ways, you know, like things feel good again. I'm enjoying the product again. I don't know how you feel, but so far they've been on a run for a while. It hasn't just been like one pay-per-view or one thing. It's been like literally like just a full out, you know, everything's just been working. Right. Uh, How do you, have you felt that way?
3: I felt like it's been better than I've seen in a while.
2: That's definitely for sure. Like
3: I've been, like it doesn't hurt as bad anymore. I mean, SmackDown, like like I said before, SmackDown and NXT, like cold for me. Some stuff where I'm still like, the fuck. But hey, I'm rolling with it at this point. So, but I'm I'm definitely enjoying what I'm seeing though. Like this pay per view was great. The last one was great. The one before that was great. Like it's starting, to, it's starting to go in a better direction finally.
2: Yeah, no, I I definitely figured that it was, you know, um
3: but there's still, there's still quite a bit of dumb shit they need to stop doing.
2: Like yeah. Goldberg shows up, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. But yeah, I've, I thought that this was actually very good, and this is actually one of my favorite post shows that I've done. I think we've broke the record of this of, of this freaking Muppets post show, and uh, it was actually filled with substance, and it had more sophistication to it, which was what was I was going real. for. In the first 30
3: know? seconds, we had more actual talk about the pay-per-view than that, than that Evolution post show did, so...
2: Yeah, and I am absolutely grateful for that. And uh,
3: with I'm, that, I'm so happy I didn't have to try to steer the ship back on like I did last time. So.
2: Yeah, exactly. And with that being said, guys, do not forget that uh, tomorrow night, eleven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, immediately following Raw Talk Brunch Live. You can get us. You can get all the links to our stuff at talkbrunch.com um live links at the very top of the page we're on twitch and facebook and of course you have the podcast on demand so just look for us there uh, we do that every single week there'll be extra content throughout the rest of the week as well so tune into that also thank you to everyone who's been listening to us and hanging out with us the entire night including everybody in the chat room including stanching and willie v2 and george EB Gamer Stasis Dreams Seb the OG Pleb Butcher 258 King Quest 770 Bloodluster Patrick Boyle Sakuhasu And of course all of you that have been listening live across the airwaves Of Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts TuneIn iHeartRadio Stitcher And all the other popular podcast apps Ladies and gentlemen You've been listening to Talk Brunch Live episode 469 This has been your Money in the Bank co-show I've been your host Rick Darry aka Captain Brunch. For myself and my co-host Destin Glow Frazier We're out of here This episode was sponsored by Space Jam Shutting
3: <laughs> it down